What's up? Welcome to Stack Chain Spaces, where we celebrate stacking sacks. TA doesn't mean shit to us because stack height goes up and memes lead the way. Be sure to give Stack Chain Signal a follow. Stack Chain Signal is the repository for all things Stack Chain. They will show you how to stack chain, how to find the tip, and show whatever stack joins are going on. What's going on, fellas? How's it going, man? Amazing week, huh? Just the beginning, man. It's just the beginning. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Insanity. is So, you know, sometimes, what's the saying? That, like, you know, sometimes there's a, a, a decade that happens all in a week, right? It seems to have been, it was definitely like that for me. For sure, for sure. We were mainlining stack chain energy all week long. Yeah, and the whole world is just, like, shit and bricks about ftx and we're just over here having fun stacking sacks what's ftx i've never heard of them yeah fuck those guys um uh john go ahead and give Derek a uh, co-host man all right awesome so let's go ahead let's get our uh psas here let me uh let me open it up i'm rusty from all this, uh, from all this stack chaining we've been doing, so we got. Um, oh, you know, all we got is Lightning Ring Five. So, Derek, what's what's the status on Lightning Ring Five? Well, Lightning Ring Four has been all rebalanced, and I'm finally happy to get that one. You know, give it the checkbox and move on to the next one, right? So, five. Um, we still need a couple participants to complete that one. It looks like. Uh, Looks like we still have two spots available. What's the what's the stat? Is it two million? Yes, it's two million. Yeah. So right now we have Open Water Swim, Fort Knox, and Sat Hoarder that are nodes that are in there. So we we need two more. It's a two million Sats participated. Hey Anthony, I think that our original Ring of Fire has been completely demolished. I know um, Alabama was the first one out. And then um, my node fell apart, so I think I lost the channel with you. But anyway, Derek, I'd jump in on, on five if I'm allowed to be in two rings. Yeah, you can be in as many rings as you want. But in regards to um, ring one, we had open water swim. When he joined us, he was like, hey, I need to 
um, get in some lightning channels and we didn't have ring four ready yet. And I said, well, Alabama Hoddle actually pieced out of the lightning network. So we have an opening. So he opened up a channel to Anthony. And I think that ring uh, should still be active. But if you're saying that, that now that you had issues as well, um, I mean, well, you we could reopen whatever that. channel. Yeah, we can make some repairs as needed, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and pop in. The the only uh, thing I'll say is make sure that you don't already have a channel open to the uh, to the person that you're opening to. But as long as you meet that requirement, then yeah, you're good to go, man. Being as many as you want. Awesome. So if anybody wants to participate in the Stack Chain Lightning Rings, just hit me up or hit up Derek. Derek's actually better because he's really like organizing all this good stuff. But hit hit either of us up, and we'll we'll. We'll get you in there, man. It's been a lot of fun. It's an amazing experience. If you're new to lightning or if you're, you know, you, you're concerned about it, um, having your first lightning experience be with Stack Chain is a really good way to go. You get a lot of support, um, a lot of people, you know, to help walk you through things. We've got fantastic Stack Chainers in there. We've got Derek, Sat Hoarder, and so many others that are really knowledgeable about lightning and and can get you in there what's up buddha i see you man we'll bring buddha up here tal what's going on man so amazing to see you at pacific bitcoin bro likewise likewise no man i've been having a great morning i mean i don't know if you have seen i was enjoying my walk my morning walk and i got to stack sats at the same time so i'm like you know what let me take a picture of everything I kind of encounter. So as I was walking by, the neighbors had their dogs. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And it was just it was just fun uh, discovering the Sats chain since yesterday. And I was like, man, let me jump in on this. And so I couldn't I couldn't hold back. Awesome, awesome. Now I still think it's great that you you trolled our beloved stack chainers at uh, Pacific Bitcoin and. You know, but but you did good though. You were you tested them to make sure they were able to provide the information to complete normies and noobs, and it was okay. awesome. So, do I need to tell the story from my perspective? You guys want to hear you, that? You need to yeah, tell yeah. in case people didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah, I need to hear from you. I never heard it from you. All right, all right. So, fucking cow. All right, man. So we're we're outside, and uh, Foss comes up. Foss sees us. And I think he met John before and we kind of shook hands with him and he was like, Hey guys, you know, I'm ready to stack. I'm ready to stack another stack on the stack chain. So we're sitting there, we're helping him. And I guess he had like, he had like some kind of burner phone or something. Cause he had an iPhone and it was a little evident. Like he wasn't, you know, he was trying to like figure things out. Like it wasn't like his, his home, you know, environment or whatever. So there's like one point in time where I actually have, um, you know, Greg Foss's phone is in my hand and I'm like showing him how to like open and close applications and stuff, which in, in itself was kind of like a mind blowing experience. So there we're all talking and we're like, Hey Foss, you know, we got a, we got a stack chain banner inside by the Swan booth. So we should totally like take a picture and, you know, here, here's Foss, like doing a live stack on the stack chain at Pacific Bitcoin. And, you know, he was, he was completely down with that. So we all walk inside to go do that. 
and you know we're all super stoked and excited and then uh you know trying to take pictures and stuff and then jeremy who uh he's a uh, he's from swan super super awesome guy he grabs and he taps me on the shoulder he's like hey anthony there's a guy over here he's asking about stack chain so so then uh everybody's over there you know hanging out with foss doing that and then i come i come over and and here's this guy you know he's got he's got you know asian dude got a little puffy jacket and he's just like what 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 is this what's what's uh what's stack chain so i proceed to like give this unknown bitcoiner a presentation about stack chain and he's just he just kind of he's not getting it right like i'm just like well stack chain it's a it's a chain of stacks on twitter and he's just like well it's a it's on twitter i'm just like yeah yeah it's on twitter you know it's just a bunch of plebs just stacking stack but wait 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 so you you take a picture and you put it on twitter like this dude is dragging out every single question and meanwhile like everybody else has disappeared like all the other stack changers they either they either got pulled away by foss or they're just they're just off doing their own thing and for a good it felt like an eternity because i'm just i'm just with this guy i'm trying my best to just like explain stack chain to him and he's just like well what what exchange like what exchange do i use for stack chain i'm just like no 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 you can you you know, anything, whatever, whatever exchange you use, you know, it's fine. Swan or strike or whatever. And it's just like, like every question, he just kind of like halfway understands it and just keeps asking questions. And honestly, it was a little frustrating, but I was like, I was like trying to hang in there. Cause I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get this guy in stack chain. And then he's like, but, but what's that, what's that picture over there? And I was like, oh, this is a stack chain banner. This is, you know, this, these are different stack chainers. And, and this is like a, a QR to our website, you know, like explaining all this stuff. And, and Anthony, like, you had zero, like you had zero clue. No, I had no fucking clue whatsoever. And then he's like, well, how come, how come my picture is on there? And I'm like, what? I'm like, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> and then, then he points he points to Tao on the banner, and I'm like, oh, you got me. You got me. And then False was there. False actually came back. But it was hilarious. What's up, False? How do you, how do you remember that? You guys also said that Tao uh, disguised his voice a little bit, because I was thinking it would have been a dead giveaway once you heard his voice. But he was, he was uh, trolling pretty well, I guess, right? Well, you know, like a recorded voice or a mic'd voice is different than an in-person voice. You know, so dude, I got to a Taos version yesterday, and I love that he actually opened his Twitter app. Yeah, looking at his phone. <laughs> I was that's what I was just gonna chime in with. Like, I came in at the end, and the conversation I heard was just he, he was very short, it wasn't like he talked for very long that you could like discern a, a voice that you might have heard before. Everything was short and 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 very like concise. Um, the thing that killed me is because I was like over, I left while he was talking and then I came back maybe like 20 minutes later and I see Anthony still talking to this dude. Like, man, this guy's like really into it. Like maybe I can help. So I'm like hovering behind them. And at that's the point where like Tal talks about the, the poster. And then I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, sometimes people have similar avatars, right? We see that with certain things. Some Maybe it's just like a, 
but right then and there should have been the dead giveaway that it was a stack chainer. But I just, you know, I, I guess we all kind of make this like mental image of maybe what we think people look like um, based off their voice or anything like that. Um, and when he pulled out his phone and was showing us his, his avatar, you know, his is very distinct. So it's like once we, once I saw that everything clicked and it was just like a mind blowing, like here's this guy we haven't talked to in probably like a month that we all talk about missing. And he's right in front of me. Like he's right here. Um, it was, it was the highlight of my conference. No, it was fantastic. And Tal's troll level is like masterful. So check. So then, so we find out it's, it's, it's Tal. I give him a great big hug. Like, I'm so happy to see him. Right. And, um, and then, you know, it's just like five minutes. It's just like me and false and Tal, you know, just, just all love, just nothing but love for like five minutes. And then some of the other guys come back. Right. And he, Tal didn't skip a beat. I point to Odysseus who wasn't there. He didn't see any of this. And I'm just like, Oh man, Odysseus, I'm trying to explain stack chain to this guy. And I'm just having a hard time. Maybe you can like explain it to him in a way that he might understand. And then sure enough, Odysseus goes full on into like stack chain education mode. And I just got to sit there and watch Tao troll Odysseus the exact same way he trolled me. And he, Tao didn't skip a beat. Like it was like a light switch. It was amazing. It was masterful, Tao. Masterful. <laughs> It was very masterful, but I think the highlight of any troll was Corey because, like, it's one thing to just troll us, right? We've, it, we're just fucking plebs. Like, we're nothing. Um, but this guy who's, like, running this conference, and it's funny because he was leaving the Swan Dome, and we were all kind of just hanging out. And, you you know, like, anybody that has, like, um, you know, Corey's well-known, and he's running this conference, so there's, like, you could see people like trying to get his attention, like little like duckling. We we said it was like ducklings following yeah, like, like the mother duck. Following him around, you know. And he like stopped and took a picture with us. It was real cool talking, and we were trying to get Tao to come into the picture. Um, and Tao just kind of like faded to the side and was just like, no, no, no. Um, I mean, I can tell. I don't know if you want to tell it, Tao, but uh, if you don't want to, if you're busy, I can. No, you, you go ahead, false. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're taking this picture, and Corey's, like, starting to walk away, and, and Tal's, like, showing him his phone, like, is this you? And it was, like, some shit coiner that had, like, protected tweets, and Corey's, like, no, that's not me. And it, you could, he didn't say, like, get away from me, but it was all, you could tell by, like, his mannerisms that, like, he was, like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, like what's going on here? And then he showed him another one, and it was the right one, and, and Corey's, like, yeah, that's me. Um, and, and you just hear Tal say, okay, okay. Um, just, just make sure you tell sailor to stay away from those eights. And it was the same thing. Like he, everything, like at that moment, everything clicked for Corey on who he was talking to. And then he, he had the same reaction that we did. I mean, he like freaked out, grabbed him, was like, oh my God, you're Tao, blah, blah, blah. We're going to meet sailor and like grabs uh, Tao's hand and Tao kind of like turns to us to look and we're all like, go, go. You know what I mean? Like, go do this. And so Tal's like, oh, okay, and he just kind of like follows him. I don't really know what happened back there because obviously we didn't go. But just the fact that, like, you had the confidence to even troll him, it was just like, it, it was it, like we said, it, it was just masterful. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. It was really fun um, 
but but uh, the 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 best the best is really just with Anthony. Okay, the best troll for me at least. It was it was the most um because it was it was at the first, and it was like I'm just gearing up to towards it right. And you guys know how much I wanted to do that if I'm gonna wait an hour and thirty minutes at the freaking booth for you guys. Like who waits an hour and freaking thirty minutes just like standing around and uh, oh are those the guys and kind of sliding closer to the booth kind of try listening on what their conversations were because i didn't know any stack chairs how they looked like except for anthony but you know it could be other stack chairs already there and i was like you know let me try to listen into the conversation like just not to look suspicious right just i'll look at these like marketing cards and looking at the banners and you know I didn't hear any of them talk about stack chain so I'm like those guys cannot be in and they were actually swan people and then I'm like okay well let me sit down at the recharge lounge rest and then and I also look outside while kind of like in my peripheral paying attention to the booth you know just you can't be suspicious you get suspicious they know something is going on this is a weird guy why is he standing here and got moping around for an hour hour and 30 minutes so yeah that with Anthony was the best because I'm like, I get to talk to Anthony all this time while he doesn't know who I am. And that was so fun. <laughs> yeah, but now now you see my commitment though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was like, I was there. I was going to stick it out. I was going to make sure this guy understood about Stack Chain. You fucker. That was epic, man. That was amazing. I, got, I, had, I still have an amazing, like I have this big smile on my face. So it was such a surprise. We got to meet so many stack chainers there. I mean, it, you just walk around and, and you know, I'm, I'm not Anon, right? So this is my picture. This is what I look like. So I got the benefit. You have laser like, eyes? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the benefit that, like, people recognize me, right? Like, Needful Creations was there. He was at a booth, but I didn't know what he looked like. So I'm just walking by. He's like, "Oh, hey, Anthony, what's up?" And I'm just like, "Hey, how's it going, guy?" But I don't, I don't know who it is, right? It's just someone's being friendly to you, so you just be friendly to them. And then he explains who he. is and the booth that he's working at and and uh he ended up in two other panels right like walker and carla they were doing one so then at the end walker was kind of like trying to fill time so he started talking about el salvador and then he brought me up which is very cool um and then for the voltage hackathon skinner and odysseus were up there and every single time like you know somebody was like hey i'm stack this and you know rowdy Rowdy just popped out of nowhere during our during our um, during the stack chain panel. There was just stack chainers everywhere, and it was just amazing to just randomly meet people that that were like part of our tribe. It was very cool. Thanks for including us too, you guys. That was awesome. Like John, you did all those spaces. I listened to most of them. A lot of us did. You guys were sharing tweets and sharing messages and uh, just doing the spaces to hear all the 
the buzz in the background. We, we could all hear it in your voices how excited you guys were. And uh, it was awesome to live vicariously through you. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, you guys got to be there. If you can make it for uh, 2023, those tickets are on sale for 250 bucks. So, I mean, we already know that there's probably going to be at least the same number of stack chainers there next year. You know, because through a variety of things, um, Carla and Walker at the Swan Dome, they had a like a uh, like a Bitcoin trivia game. So Walker, I, don't, I think Walker told John like, hey, man, I want the stack changers to be there. And, you know, obviously, if Walker says like he wants us to be there, we're going to be there because he's a stack chain. Walker is cool as fuck, by the way. Like he he. He spent a lot of time with us. He was very cool. I mean, Carla's awesome too. I, I didn't I didn't really have an opportunity to have like like interactions with Carla because when they showed up at the uh, at the pleb party on Wednesday and they just got swarmed. Like they couldn't get like five feet through the door without everybody just going over there. What's up? Da, 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 da. But um, yeah, I had a I, I had you know multiple opportunities to, to hang out with Walker and talk to him. And he was very cool at, at the, uh, at the pleb party, I was talking to him. I kind of just went over and I'm just like, Hey man, I, I just want to let you know that the video that you guys did and like, including us in with that, that was very cool. That was like, like, like personally for me, that was super awesome. So I just want to say thank you. And then, you know, he just kind of like, put it right back to to us he was just like no he's like carla he's like we went to el salvador we met the people and we saw the suffering and we wanted to do something but we were not like we didn't know what we can do we were just trying to like put it together and then uh derek sent them a dm about the flash stack from stack chain. And they're like, Oh, this is a, you know, this is the answer. This is what we've been looking for. So he was kind of like, you guys solved our problem. He's very gracious. Just a fucking awesome guy. What's up, Bob? Bob, hey, sorry. I was, maybe I'll just start in a separate spaces or I just forked this conversation so hard. I'm trying to set up a game with Peter and Mando. So maybe we'll just start in separate spaces. I don't fucking know. My bad. We'll be back. It's all good. It's all good. Home base is here. You guys go right. do Because, like, Peter, you know, is getting mad and he's getting confused. Sorry, Peter. I'm going to start a separate spaces and we'll figure it out. And Peter's mad. He wants to watch us play Packers. He's confused? Wait, what? Huh? I said, I'm Peter, Peter's, Peter's confused? That's, that's hard to get him upset. I, I don't know. No, Bob, know. Is, Bob is so weird. a complete fuck and won't, like, just... Figure out how to start a fucking game. All I want to do is get into this fucking well, we have game. To figure out and he keeps saying, go here, go there, here. do this, do that. Go talk to this person. Talk. It's Go well, fuck yourself, Bob. Start the goddamn game so I can show you how to really play poker. fucking pieces, man. We have to know what we're playing for and who is playing and how we're playing it. So I'm going to start in separate spaces and we'll figure it out and then we'll come back. Okay. No, now that you've told me about this space, this is where I'm going to fucking hang out. Go fuck yourself and start right, a game. Well, I'll be there. Buy 65 fucking dollars. Jesus Christ, Bob. You Post don't think I'm good space. for 65 fucking dollars? Really? 
and we will play heads up for a main after the space. Okay? I don't care about any of that. Just start the fucking game so we can start playing. All right, buddy. Buy 65 bucks. Put it on the space. Sorry, I don't have guys. to buy shit. Fuck you. Is this what goes on in the in the poker spaces? Because if so, I gotta yeah. get it. I gotta yeah, get in there. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> yeah, okay. for like so. For like three anybody hours wants to come on to Poker Bros and watch this go down, this is this is what's happening, and we'll play a main after Peter because you seem like you're in the right kind of headspace for it. Bob Bob's uh, stack chain poker is the shit. Bob, like if you guys like playing is poker, is there any chance that you thing. could just start the fucking poker space so we could start? playing cards all i'm asking yes buy 65 dollars worth of bitcoin post that block on this space we will play the game hold on are you saying that you don't trust the fact that i'm going to be able to buy 65 fucking dollars worth of fucking sats it's just how we did it last time peter okay just relax buy the fucking coin it was really nice meeting peter by the way um, he was very <laughs> Was it nice meeting? Did he bring his dog? No, no, honestly, no sarcasm. It was really nice meeting him. It was like, he, yeah, he was super cool, super generous. We laughed a fucking lot with uh, Surfer Jim and Jimmy. Yeah, honestly, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Did did I did I meet you, Mike? Because I saw I the video that I don't you made. think so, man. Uh, it's too bad. Well, you didn't year. show up in any of his videos of the of the conference. No, he's he's over there, like like uh, shooting video of serious people, man. <laughs> that was that was a good video, though, Mike. I saw that. Bob, that why am I the only one in this poker room? What what the fuck is going on? Hey, Mike, I do have a question about your video because there's um, this guy that was in your video a lot. A uh, tall white guy with a hat, maybe in his late forties, early fifties, and I think I saw him sitting next to Sailor, but he was in a lot of your shots. I was trying to figure out who that was. That that's me. That's me. Yeah, that's Tom. Oh, nice. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's Anders. Oh, okay. You know oh, Anders, Anders was cool too. I had, a, I had a cool little experience with him as well. Um. They were what it was one of the parties. I don't know which one, but I go outside to get an Uber and there's somebody else. There. You know, I think it was Walker. I think it was Walker. So I went up, I said, what's up to Walker? And then he was talking to Anders. So like Anders says, what's up to me? But I, I don't know who he is. Right. So I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I'm Anthony. And then he's like, oh, I'm Anders. And then I'm like, oh, shit, what's up, man? So so we're talking for a few minutes. And then, like, these three random guys come up that they want to go to the party. So they're asking about the party. And he's like, uh, he's like, no, this, you know, it's a private event. It's a Bitcoin thing. Are you guys, you know, part of Pacific Bitcoin? You need blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no. And then they started like, uh, I forgot what they said, but then he was like, well, do you guys have Bitcoin? Like he immediately just switched it on and just started, you know, talking about Bitcoin. And then, you know, they were, they were trying to be dumbasses about it. And they're just like, oh yeah, Dogecoin. And he was like, no, we don't do that. He's like, no shit coining, Bitcoining only. And for a good, like five, 10 minutes, like he was just like ready to orange pill, despite the fact that, 
you know, he had done all this Bitcoin work. We just come out of a Bitcoin party. Like the dude is just on. I was impressed. I was just like, okay, this is how it's done. So that was pretty cool. Anders is a really, uh, is a literally really cool guy. Like I, I enjoyed meeting him and talking with him in the past, him and Puppy both, but Puppy was not there this year uh, at Pacific Bitcoin, right? He had work. I don't, I don't know. I, I missed affirmative. It, yeah. It's a weird thing. Cause there's, there's so many people and there's so much, like I didn't, I didn't see Mike. I would have loved to have seen Mike, you know, especially, him being a stack chainer and well, the, there's always next you know. year, man. There, yeah. what is it? I, I, when I went to Miami, I set out to meet a certain number of people that I had literally talked to saying, Hey, I will see you there. But then there's thousands of people that you go up to and come up to you. You can't see everybody you want to, but you can't. So you make plans and you do it next year, you know, and you do it the next year, you do it the next year. You, it's, it's a, such a huge vibrant community. There's always, old friends and new to me each time you literally can't get to the bathroom like like it takes me 45 minutes to get to the bathroom because you get stopped like every five or ten minutes somebody passing by or oh hey what's up or hey oh, we're going over here it's like yeah it's it's awesome but you almost can't even fucking have plans yeah and, and when you do have plans they get forked because something else is happening and and <laughs> it's tough uh but hey, like I said, there's going to be plenty more opportunities in the future. I, I got to say the dinner, the stack chain dinner was freaking amazing. I mean, it was just so relaxing and just hanging out with everybody. I just It was a great time, man. It was just freaking awesome. Cal, did you get a steak? Yeah, I got some steak. Yeah. I also was going to say, uh, Mike said something about going to the bathroom. Uh, I think that's the only event I've ever been to where there was always a line for the men's bathroom, but never the women's bathroom. I will say that. Well, I wonder that's why true. that is. Yeah, that's 100% true. Um, my, yeah, my girlfriend was there, and when it was like, all right, time to go to the bathroom, she's always like outside waiting for me, which like, Never happens. So you're you're hundred percent right, Loco. And then um, Mike's totally right. Like and Derek, like you see the list of speakers, and you're like, okay, these people are going to speak on the main stage, and these people are going to be at the Swan Dome, and you're like, okay, I wanna I wanna see this speaker, and I wanna see that speaker, and I pretty much missed almost everything, just because I just got caught up, like you know, talking to these people or that person. Like I, I saw, I saw Jeff Booth and that was, he, that was good. Like he was really, really good. He was on point. He delivered a good message. It was powerful, you know, and then I saw Sailor and, but probably like 90% of the speakers where I was like, okay, I want to be there at this time. It just didn't happen. What's right. That? So, so the majority of the conference for you ends up happening in the hallways and between sessions and, you know, not so much sitting down watching somebody talk that you've heard speak a hundred times before. It, it, it's in the corridors and off stage. Yeah. And, and I don't regret a second of it. Like I feel Absolutely. like if I, if I did go like see all those speakers, 
I would have missed out on all these amazing moments. Yep. Dude, George is about to say something or false. I, I skipped the, uh, the mic on. I skipped I skipped the sailor uh talk. I just like got a you know a couple of angles of him talking and a couple of things and then I went outside and there was like four other dudes shooting basketball and they were running like a five point drill, you know, so uh the other people rebound, one person, you know, hits the circuit, he shoots on the baseline and then on the forty five degree and then at the top of the three pointer, the other forty five degree and the other baseline. And <clears throat> we were out there doing it for like ten or fifteen minutes. And I haven't played basketball in like ten years, but going through the motions of like you know, stepping and catching and shooting. Um, it was dope. And everyone else was inside watching Sailor. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'll just watch this later. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I don't think I watched one talk. I just popped in on people, caught some footage, and then was just chatting and, and fucking talking, man. That's, yeah, yeah. So good. What's up, False? Hey, hold on a second. Before falls, before you go, Anthony, how come okay. the announcement for the spaces doesn't show up in my fucking notifications? I mean, the only reason I know about this space is because Bob said let's go to the fucking spaces. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, do you need like a personal DM? Because I put it everywhere. I, well, why doesn't it show up in my notifications? That's what I don't understand. It's like you don't I have a blue check. Buy your eight dollars. Oh, you got to have a blue check for this shit. Is that serious? No. 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 I'm just kidding. I don't know, Peter. You, you guys didn't get your guy. personal Talk blue check invite? About this. I mean, you were in here in like 30 seconds. So. I know, but I mean, it seems like the, the only reason I knew about it was because Bob said, let's go into the fucking uh, spaces. I said, what spaces? It's like, if I'm not watching Telegram or one of these fucking ridiculous fucking chats that have these like coded fucking one word chains of a thousand fucking responses, um, you know, I don't know when these fucking spaces are. Peter, what are you talking about? The chats are pure signal. Okay, so Peter, I I hear what you're saying. Here's how the chats go. Tata, I, O, EB, Ege. Acorn. Oh no, Acorn. Acorn. It's like what it's like a fucking NFL fucking goddamn uh uh, uh call for a play for God's sakes. So so here, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do, Peter. We're gonna we're gonna go back to the stack chain devs and we're gonna like develop some Peter notification software and we'll put it at the top of the list. We'll just we'll just push everything else to the side and we'll here, get hold on. How about, How about this? How about this? How about this? How did everybody in here um find out about this what, i saw it in the, i saw it in the chat they, hold on were they notified or did somebody who saw the notification tell them so it was like a game of fucking telephone we all paid our eight dollars man george shut the fuck up <laughs> peter go complain in some no 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 this room. is th- no this is a serious issue anthony oftentimes wonders why issue. there's only you five people anthony george shut up for a, a really second epic please story because you didn't get a notification Look, did George, did you get a playing. notification? Did you get a notification, George? I didn't get a notification. Man. Okay, so George, tell me, how did you know that this space no, was running? No, I want to hear about Pacific Bitcoin. How did you know this Bob space was running, George? It's a simple question. It's a simple Pay question, God. George. How did you know that space was running? It's a simple question. I saw it light up exactly that's my point so my point is to anthony there's got to be a better way to notify people the point is we were talking and having a great conversation 
And you bust hey, go in fuck yourself, you didn't George. Get a notification. Go play poker and yell at Bob. Yeah, come on, man. Come yell at me, you fuck. <laughs> and he's gone. Hey, John, what's up with that? What's up with Derek? Like, I see him as a co-host, and I see him as requesting to come up. Are you there, Derek? Like uh, limbo. Yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm. Derek. You might have to leave and come back. What? What's up, false? What's going on, man? You were talking about how, and even Mike was talking about how we didn't. You didn't really sit down for many of the talks. Um, Derek told us before we left that the uh, the signal would be in the Swan Dome, and uh, when. And that was 100% true. Um, a lot of the stuff on the, the main stage was was okay. I think I sat down for maybe one, and that was simply because, like, my legs hurt and I wanted to sit down, <laughs> and I figured that was a good place. But, but like, when Sailor and all that stuff was going on, um, BTC Sessions was doing his uh, Why Are We Bullish in the Swan Dome with uh, Guy Swan, Tip, and I think I believe it was Steve Barber, if I remember correctly. Um and that was honestly one of my favorites because they got into um, we. If you're in guys' group, or you know, he he always talks about this app called Keat, which is um, like kind of like this decentralized media stuff. I really don't have a full grasp, but the, if you are there and you are a semi-technical person, the Swan Dome was was where I spent most of my time. If I wasn't eating or, or conversing, um, it was. It was a good. I just wanted to wanted to tell Derek thank you for that recommendation because it it was very true. Um, you know, we could always watch whatever happened on the main stage elsewhere, um, but the Swan Dome was was the signal, and it was very plebby. Um, you know, there was a lot of like media and shit at the other one. It was. Uh, it, I don't want to say it was like two separate confidence conferences because it wasn't, but but it kind of was. It was own little its own little microcosm in this dome that was you know. Um, like if you're on Bitcoin Twitter and you follow some of these guys like that, it felt like that. Whereas like the hard money stage, as they called it, was like more corporate and, you know, like more reaching out to maybe like, you know, trying to convince people of Bitcoin. Whereas like if you're at the Swan Dome, you're, you're already there. You already know what this is and, and you're just getting good information. So I just wanted to say thanks to Derek for that recommendation because it was it was very, very true. Yeah, no lie. I saw a guy Swan talking lightning security there. That shit was fucking fire. What's up, Waldo? I think Tao was before me. You go ahead, Tao. Yeah, no, I just want to say um, the whole time I was there, I only went to one and a half speaking sessions. And the one session that I went to was obviously Stack Chain Speakers Panel. The half speaking session was at Sailor. All the other ones, I didn't even attend. I was having too much fun hanging out with the plebs and stack chainers. Yeah. Well, we already know that eventually everything becomes stack chain. So eventually the Pacific Bitcoin conference will be a stack chain conference with a stack chain tent. And then everybody else will be trying to get the signal from the stack chainers. Honestly, it already felt like uh, a third of it was stack chain, uh, the way we were approached. Um, the first day when we, we we all got there pretty late because, well, Peter was already there on the Cafe Bitcoin stage. And we all walked up by on target. As, a, as a big group. And Corey, went, I, I'm sure a lot of you guys have already heard the story, but Corey went up onto the stage 
uh, during Swan or Cafe Bitcoin. And he ran out of the dome and me and John and Q and a couple other people were just standing there and we were wearing our stack chain shirts. And he was like, oh, it's the stack chain guys. And everybody was giving us weird looks about how, like, who the hell are these guys? Like, why is Corey talking? Yeah, so I got, a, I got a story about that, too. And Corey was like that, too. Like, every time he saw us, he was like, oh, these are my guys. And meanwhile, like, all the little ducklings that follow him around, like, waiting for 30 seconds of time, they, they just, they're looking at, they there was some haterism. And so over there, like, the, the picture, the one that everybody's been memeing, where it's like all of us with Corey, right? So my girlfriend... She's standing in the back and she's taking pictures too, right? And that's that's when Corey was like, "Oh, I think Stack Chain is probably the most like important community in Bitcoin right now." You know, uh, John like quote tweeted it with the picture. So when that was happening, my girlfriend's just in the back, just watching it all. And there's a guy who's just talking to her, and he was just like, "I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the Stack Chain thing." Just like completely, like and totally butthurt. And he was like one of those ducklings that's just like following Corey around, just waiting for 30 seconds. It was, it was fucking awesome, man. What's up, Waldo? Yeah, just a quick question. So, you know, this was so much fun for us being on Twitter the whole time while you guys were there. You guys were having so much fun. This is such a huge publicity for Stack Chain. I know you guys stacked with that one guy. Uh, that was a cool story who, who uh, was new to Stack Chain. But I'm curious. It's only been a couple of days, but... Do you guys think and have you seen, it's hard for me to tell on chain, but whether through like the main chain or stack joins, do you guys feel like more people because of the conference, you know, Corey wearing the t-shirt, you guys doing all these talks, being everywhere. Do you feel like more people are coming in because of this? And are you able to tell? I've, I've been so blasted. Like today is the first day that I'm conscious, you know, because I think for like four days straight. Okay. I'm gonna go to the store right now. All right, baby. Um, I think for like four days straight, I got like four or five hours of sleep because we landed on Tuesday. I I hooked up with the stack chainers that were going to the hackathon, and we met at this brewery. That was the first time I saw everybody. It was hugs and love and what's up and getting to know each other. Go to sleep, wake up, do the hackathon, which was like a whole amazing experience, go to the pleb party, go to sleep day one of the conference. Um, then when the conference is over, there was the VIP party, which is a whole nother thing that I got to talk about. Like I had fucking VIP access. I did not expect that shit at all. VIP party until like 1am go to sleep day two of the conference. And then after that was over, we went to stack chain house and hung out, go to sleep, get on a plane, get my ass home and finally get some sleep. So this is, so I don't, I, I don't know you, you guys, you guys are probably in a better position to tell me if you feel like the chain is getting more attention, to be honest. So who's, whose hand was up here first? I, I don't, I don't know the order. Was it Peter? Walter? Peter. What's up, Peter? Uh, I just wanted to tell George to go fuck himself. That's nice. Yeah. I, George probably missed that a lot. Yeah, you know, so a lot of the footage you saw was also because I had VIP access, but uh, that was a complete accident. 
like I paid for my own general admission ticket and a buddy of mine stumbled upon one. And, uh, yeah, that's how I ended up getting like these shots of sailor and shit. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. So I got an interesting story about that too. So I've got, I got my ticket. I got my girlfriend's ticket. They're both GA tickets. Right. But I'm a speaker. I'm on the panel. So when we showed up, there's like two lines and like one line is general admission. And then the other one says speaker slash VIP. And I was like, I was instantly confused. Like I had no idea what to do. So we're in the general admission line. Uh, my girlfriend gets her ticket. And then I ask him, I'm just like, so I have a general admission ticket, but I'm a speaker. So like, like, what do I do? And the guy's like, oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, you got to go over there. Cause you know, you got to get like a speaker badge. So I go over to the speaker badge and I still like, kind of don't know what to do. So BTC sessions is right behind me. Cause he's like in the line behind me waiting to get his speaker badge. And obviously I must've looked like fucked up and confused. Cause I had no idea what I was doing. So he just passes me right up. Like, you know, he gives me a smile. He wasn't being a dick or anything, but obviously I was fucking holding shit up. So he passes me up. He goes up, you know, and, and he gets his speaker badge. So like I had to watch him to like, know what to do. What's up false. What's going um, on? Paul? I just want to say if, if anybody is like hesitant about like, obviously not every, like it's very easy to be social on a spaces and be open and be yourself. Um, doing it in person with people is a little bit different. Um, so if you're ever like concerned about that, I just wanted to share my experience that like the fact that I was able to go with a group of people that I already had like an established connection with made it so much better. I, w I felt so much more comfortable there. So if you're thinking about going and you're worried about like it being awkward or, or anything like that, I, I would just implore you to just do it. Um, I think the best thing I, that this did was kind of like push me out of my comfort zone. And it was to represent Stack Chain. That drove me yeah. to to make sure I, I was there and if I was needed to represent, I could be And Normally I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I would have gone to a, a conference if it was just me. Um, so I just wanted to say that there was another question about new stackers. Um, I just did a little bit of run cure. I want to give props for, because obviously we were quite distracted that week. Um, he did a great job pulling stuff together. I'm looking at the mempool now and I can see at least a dozen people like handles that I don't recognize from before that did stack joints. So I don't know how we want to, you know, equate that to a, you know, percentage or how many new people, but it's not like it was no impact. I think there was definitely a material impact of uh, of being there. And, you know, I, I think another thing, people probably would have saw it online and saw, you know, anything with like a chain in it and everybody automatically assumes it's some shit coin, right? But then seeing us at the conference, seeing that there was a panel about it, seeing Corey wear a shirt about it, it, it like kind of almost gave credence to what stack chain was. Um, so even if it was just that, that came from it, I think it was, you know, obviously a, a great thing for stack chain. Yeah. I just want to like go off of what false was saying about showing up to the conference. Anthony, you know, so I don't want to interrupt you, but I just have a quick question. If anybody has that most recent uh, PB photo with where we added everybody in there, can they just DM it to me or tag me? Uh, I think I'm going to try and put a block together real quick. Make sure Chewy's in it. Chewy, Chewy being added was the latest rendition because I believe I think oh, he yeah. was the last person. Yeah, what the one with him covering the whole thing up? No, 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 no. <laughs> I got you. I'll make sure. Thanks. 
So there was like no weirdness at all. Like when I walk in and the other stack chainers like recognize me, it was immediately like, I, like, oh, here's my people. Here's my friends. It was nothing but like, like hugs. The feeling, it was a full on feeling of like familiarity and like, this is where I belong. This is where I'm supposed to be. And that didn't stop the whole time. Like it was always, we're always like looking and train. <laughs> I just wanted to tag along to what False and Anthony are talking about. I, I know a lot of you guys know me from this space. I know there's a couple new people in here, but I was always a super shy person. You, you could always hear it in my voice and I would always be on mute for like 66% of the space and just constantly just debating if I should tag along this conference. The, you can ask anyone there. I escaped from my shell. I can, I feel like I just can talk more freely on Twitter and like, I don't know. It was, it was a great time and I was super glad to meet you guys. And even though dropping music alone, just on Twitter was getting me out of my shell. This truly got me out of, my I, I don't even know how to say it like my anxiety stage and it was just a great time with great people and it was great meeting you all See, seeing you lip sync your bars at the panel was fucking amazing i could watch that video over and over again it just fucking came through like a pimp dude the one thing about that oh go ahead bob no that's all i just want to say he wasn't lip syncing i i could hear him he was doing that shit live. Yeah, so Bro, that that's one question I was asking because I I thought the mic was muted and Peter says no, there was no way that no, was muted. I heard you, Loco. I was fucking loving. That's it. amazing. All right, good so, to know. So so obviously the first the first verse is Q. So Q's sitting up there doing it, and it's like you know there's that little bridge in between like ten seconds for it's Loco, and you like Loco's not on the panel, so he's sitting in the front row, and Q like hands the mic down, and Loco's like kind of hesitant. But, like, as soon as the verse comes on, if you look, his, like, back's to it. And then he turns, and he's just into it. And it's just, like, ready to go. And it was, like, this is going to sound really cheesy, but it was, like, the cutest thing. Like, you could see – I could see Loco being really nervous. And then, like, when the moment was there and it was the time to, like, make a decision, it was, like, fuck it, I'm in this. And he just was, like, like it, like he was meant to do it. It was it was great. Now he hit his mark. Like, it was like he just hit his mark. You know, <laughs> he didn't miss his chance. He fucking nailed it. It was amazing. What's up, Peter? George, you can still go fuck yourself. It's just a pattern. <laughs> What's up? So, uh, did you guys see the panel? What was it? What was it like from from your perspective? You guys that were watching it. You mean a live one? It. I, I, I mean, I'll, was, I'll it, so was it live? I, I don't know. I, I was just there. I didn't watch it live. I watched it. I don't think I watched it live. No, no, no. I watched the YouTube clip and I, I was just smiling with you guys, man. Just seeing you guys up there was kind of surreal. Seeing you on stage talking about it and just uh, watching the smiles on your faces was uh, it was so it was so surreal. It was awesome. No, it was it was fantastic. And then hearing rowdy of course was a a highlight and then watching all you guys like whoa rowdy 
I mean, Rowdy was just a, like a kind of a little blip in the stack chain, but um, I, I just remember that so vividly him popping into spaces and talking about how like he's been sort of following us for a while and um, trying to figure out how it all goes. And then, you know, he stacked his block and then, you know, he's popped in here and there, but I don't think he's stacked since just kind of one time stacker. But um, it, like seeing that on video and then knowing that you guys had that experience like a hundred times over throughout like the hallways and at the booth of like, oh yeah, I'm block such and such uh, gave me like some serious um, like FOMO wishing I was there with you guys. Yeah, you're 100% right. That's exactly what it was like every time somebody was like, somebody oh, was I'm like, stacked this, oh, I'm stacked, 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 stacked that. this, I'm it stacked was, that. It, that, happened, it was, it was, that happened dozens of, dozens of times. <laughs> What's up, Buddha? I just wanted to piggyback off that, George. It's so funny that you said that because I actually almost screenshotted that moment to meme it when you guys all lit up when he said who he was and on, and then on stage, all of you guys, the smiles across your faces. I was like, just look at the, look at the happiness on their faces. It's still like some, just a stack chain or, you know, pops up in the audience. And it was just a great moment. I completely agree. Yeah, it was, it was, it was exciting for sure. I love the, uh, the contrast of following you guys at, you know, Pacific Bitcoin, being all signal, all Bitcoin, having the times of your life as our, <laughs> as our crypto bro friends are like having a complete meltdown as their bags were literally stolen. And so it's this weird, thing, weird vibe. I'm like, you, know, you go into staff chain and it's all celebration and you leave stack chain and it's like the world is ending. Yeah, I got a good Voltage story about that. What's up, Peter? I'm just glad George wasn't there. I was going to say, do you really have to ask, Anthony? Don't, don't we know what's coming here? I, I don't know. He's got his hand up. I just have, like, obsessive compulsive disorder. I feel like I got a call on him. Wait, I got a question. Wait till, wait till he gets fucking goes down in some chips. You're going to hear his, you're going to see his hand up a lot, man. He just come and cry. There's an easy way to mellow Peter out. He was fine all weekend. No, he was so. That's because that's because fucking George wasn't there. If George was fucking there, I would have been fucking Peter, triggered just, instantly by that. You're just mad because I called you out for interrupting like a great conversation. What's going Listen, on? Listen, man, that, it's not a great fucking about? conversation. It's just a fucking conversation. You know, I had a valid fucking like, point. Go fuck yourself. Point is that you didn't get a notification. Peter, Peter was not like this at all. At the conference, except Sorry, for when I, I that's because George wasn't there to fucking trigger me. He does it on purpose. He, he was like, you know, what's funny is if George was actually there, things it would on be... purpose other than calling you out for just interrupting, just blasting in here and just start yelling at everyone. It would be all hugs and kisses, and right now Peter would be like, "Oh man, it was so great to see George. George was so awesome. I enjoyed that time so much." <laughs> What's what's up, Buddha? I can confirm I kiss no one, by the way. I just wanted to put that in there. What the uh, fuck <laughs> are you talking about, Logo? What? Anthony said hugs and it would have been all hugs and kisses. I kiss no one. Uh, I mean, that's it not just what seems I like was. a weird statement. Can I say my one question and then you guys can go back to your bickering? I just wanted to know what it was like being there together when everything was crashing from the outside and 
Okay. Yeah, like, and, and you guys are watching blocks drop like crazy. I can tell you specifically. So we, we were, were the ones that were dropping the blocks, Buddha. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're at the Voltage Hackathon. And the Voltage Hackathon, it was it was awesome. It was an amazing experience. So there was like three tables. There was the stack chain table, and then there were two other tables. I to this day, I have no idea what those guys were working on. There, there's one uh, dev Keith, who's who's a total badass. The guy's fucking Keith cool. McKay. That's my man. He does the seat signer stuff. Yeah, so he was he was working on stuff like that. He talked to us about it. He he was a fucking cool guy. But I have no idea what they were doing. And when you're in the hackathon, you could tell which table was the stack chain table, because there's like one table where like everybody was having fun. It was all smiles. Just all the energy was in that corner of the room. And the rest of it was just a bunch of serious faces just staring at laptops. So that that's how it was. And then all of a sudden, somebody just like yelled out. It was probably a stack chainer. They're just like, 16K! The whole room stopped. Like everybody stopped what they're doing. And they're just pulling out their phones like they were pulling guns from a holster. They're just ready. And... Probably in that room by itself was probably, I don't know, just who knows, an incalculable amount of cut bucks were dumped as the entire room was just smashed buying Bitcoin. There were no tears. Nobody was upset. It was a fucking part. Like it was, you know how, how I was always saying like, oh, when are we going to have 17K party? When are we? Well, we had fucking 16K party and it was live. It was we probably stack chainers that destroyed prime trust. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, who knows, man? What the fucking FTX, one and a half billion dollars worth of Bitcoin that doesn't exist. <laughs> we we all knew. We all knew that anyway. We knew that. We just, I mean, this is just proof, but we knew that. I mean, you figure maybe they had some of it. They had they had one point one Bitcoin. Yeah, so that's it's just a fact. Like, they had 1.1 Bitcoin and they owed about yeah one one billion. Yeah, so essentially like 100. percent It's not even fractional reserve if you don't have any of the asset. It's just 100 percent myth. Well, think Fraud. about it. They're, they're rebuilding the fiat system, but with no regulation. The fiat system's already a absolute Ponzi joke. Imagine recreating that, but with zero regulation. It's it's just imagine the Absolutely. fiat system ten times worse, a hundred times worse. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and we're the toxic ones. Yeah, well, we still have our Bitcoin, and all those guys are fucked. Like, how, how many times do you have to, like, see this play out? You know what I mean? What's up, Peter? <laughs> Go fuck yourself, George. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it was an amazing, it was an amazing experience. Just, like, 99.99% of the world just does not understand the experience of Bitcoiners having an opportunity to buy cheap corn. If people were fucking excited, people were pissed off. Peter was pissed off because of the spread. <laughs> like we're all buying all this Bitcoin and he's just like, the spread. <laughs> What's up, false? I was just going to comment on that, that like, even though there was this like $800 spread, the price was still so kind of low that a lot of people just 
I mean, not a, everyone was looking for alternatives. So if you had like Cash App or I don't know if River was the was the same way. I know um, Swan and uh, Strike used Prime Trust, which was like the um, uh, the source of the the spread, but some liquidity issues. Um, but me personally, like I didn't have enough money on Cash App and I had stuff on Strike. So I even paid that spread because that's how like I had FOMO in that moment that like we were going to bounce back up and I was going to even miss this. 800 you know even at an 800 price difference it was still cheap corn in my mind um the other thing i wanted to say fuck i had it and did i write it down never mind i'll come back i'll put my hand up if i remember (laughs) so you know that intense urge you have to buy bitcoin that comes from stack chain like you see other people stacking and and you just get this intense urge to buy bitcoin right like you got some money you got your paycheck whatever you're just like I'm going to buy some Bitcoin when you're actually standing in a room with like a 10 stack chainers, that urge is like dialed up a thousand percent. It's just, it's just something about it. Like they just, I'm telling you, they pulled out their phones. Like, like they were pulling a gun out of a holster and somebody was about to get fucking shot up. Just boom, 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 boom. Time to buy Bitcoin. Peter. Yes. So, my favorite part of the experience aside from um, being able to meet and hang out with my, with my friends um, was this combination of being able to talk with absolutely anybody there. And that kind of started with, with, uh, uh, with Q um, kind of, he kind of started that on the, on the evening of the, um, of the pleb party because he was kind of, he didn't have any fear of just tapping somebody on the shoulder. It's a long story, but basically he tapped somebody on the shoulder and started talking to that person. And that kind of broke the ice for me. I was like, well, fuck, I can go talk to anybody. And from then on, um, I was just continuously talking to any and everybody. Um, And I didn't say go fuck yourself to any of them unless it was in jest. Uh, I did get a lot of go fuck yourselves after the um, after the uh, uh, the the Bitcoin. I mean, the um, uh, the panel. Um, but my favorite part was explaining to people um, about. Oh, hold on a second here. Oh, hold on. I want to cancel this. Um, explaining to people um that about uh stack chain and watching them watching them either get it right away or not get it and there was you know or just this process of like oh i see oh 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 you know and then just becoming just super involved with it it was um it was pretty it was pretty amazing actually um i i it was it, it was pretty fucking amazing and bob uh and george you can still go fuck yourself hey Sahorda, i saw you come up to the stage you wanted to say something and whatever it is that you wanted to say i would love to hear that you're more than welcome to come back up um, just be careful don't get us banned here oh no oh, that, that, is that a thing you no that's not a thing seven days i think Oh shit! Yeah, you know I think Sat I do order was? that. Fuck yep. Guys. Okay, here comes Sat order. Oh man, 
They got me and Hoarder. I'm back though. Uh, what's up, Sam? Hey, I I just didn't. Uh, I hit going on, I hit man? the request thing by accident when I was plugging in my phone, but I missed you guys. I, I it sucks being uh, not being able to like anything or comment or anything, but I've been watching. And uh, hey, miss you guys. Uh, That's all. I, I, other than that, I'm I'm just enjoying the conversation. Awesome. I think we need to have a stack chainer meetup at Sat Hoarder's Dude Ranch. Let's fucking go. So come on. We were kind of talking about that, and Derek actually said it. Like Derek had like had this experience where. He was going to conferences and he like makes friends. And obviously I can see how like significant those relationships are because I got to meet the people that I got to meet and very easily, like everybody there is just like, like one of my best friends now for real. Like the, the connection was so instantaneous. There was family. Like, I don't even know how to describe this. Like, I was there with my girlfriend. Like you guys, you guys all met my girlfriend, right? And I was so connected. Like I got to kind of keep my eye on my girlfriend when I go places. Cause like some, some men like don't know how to fucking act. Right. So when we're in the conference, you know, every now and then, cause somebody's like, stop me to talk or whatever. I would have to like check. You're like, oh, okay, where's she at? Okay. She's sitting over there or whatever. Right. So there was one time we were walking from we were walking from like the main stage towards the swan dome or something and then like i didn't know where she was at so i look over my shoulder and i see her and she's hanging out with peter and then i said to myself oh okay cool she's with peter because like the relationship that we had was so strong that like it made me feel like okay she's with peter so she's good. She's taken care of. Like, I don't have to worry about that because they got along so well and everybody was so fucking cool. So that's that's what it was like. What's up, Peter? Peter, are you pulling a seven on this? Oh. No, I'm not pulling a seven on you. I'm sorry. I'm 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 in, I'm I'm in the middle of fucking watching Bob's fucking poker career to go down the fucking drain. Um, yeah, whatever, Bob. It, it, it's just I, I would highly recommend anybody who has an opportunity to go and everybody says this but it's, it is really true if you have an opportunity to go to one of these things you really should whether you go with somebody else or not there was people who were dming me who are who who are revealing themselves after they've had this conversation they didn't reveal who they were on twitter and now i know who they are on twitter and it it was just like, it was so funny. There was like, th I've gotten three DMs from people who said, Hey, you know, really enjoyed meeting you and the conversation, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. What are you talking about? And then they reveal who I had been talking to. And it's like, Oh, so I've made these, these connections. And it's just, it's just really, really. And the other thing that I heard, cause I've never gone to one of these things before is, um, that this particular, um, uh, this particular event was like top notch. I mean, this is, this is probably, this was, this was the best setup for um, a, a conference that people have seen. So. Awesome. Yeah. My only conference I've ever been to. So I guess I'll just be disappointed with everything else. <laughs> What's up false. 
Uh, I just wanted to comment on talking about like the guys and everybody that was there. I, I, what made it so easy that was everybody was themselves. You know, there wasn't like um, you could you realize that how people are and how genuine people are on Twitter. It it is it is who they are. Um, it's not like a front. So the fact that everyone was kind of like I said, what I was expecting, um, just made it so easy to like instantly gel and just be comfortable. Um, I just want to reiterate it. Like I always said, I would never pay for a conference. Um, I wouldn't spend the money on it. Uh, I was that guy uh, before, but now after going to one and seeing the 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 value that I got out of it, um, if you I've never been to a Bitcoin meetup, never been to a conference. If you're stuck in a place that has no Bitcoiners, once you're around Bitcoiners, like that's all you want to do. It, it it it's such a weird dynamic like uh, like now i like i want to start a meetup near me because i need to find other bitcoins around me i need more of this like it's not a dopamine hit it's just like my bitcoin because like i get in the car a lot this morning when my you know i got picked up at the airport my my mom picked me up so i didn't have to uber and like i'm trying to explain this and she could tell that i'm happy and excited and had a good time but it's just like going all over her head and so it when you finally find people that like really kind of understand you you know, we all we all go through those phases of wanting to shout to the rooftops and all of our friends and family about Bitcoin. And some get it, some don't, some some are receptive, some aren't. But when you are, it just like felt like you were home. Like this is where you were meant to be. These are, you know, we talk about like finding your people and your clan. And like, that was it. And like, I'm now like, I'm going through like withdrawal now <laughs> of that. Like I need more of it. I need more of it. So it's a it's a double-edged sword. I would highly recommend anyone go, but just know that once you do, you're gonna have this feeling like I need to do more. I need to, you know, I need to find more Bitcoiners to to be around. You know, the other thing that was the other thing that was really neat about it was some of the people you knew right away who you were talking to, um, either because there was some similarity with their with their avatar or just in the conversation, it was like, hold on, I know this person or I recognize this voice. And then there were some people, it was just like, you had no fucking clue who you were talking to. So it was just really cool in that way too. And, and really, you could literally pull up into any conversation with anybody and you weren't being considered, you weren't being considered as being interrupting. Um, you would just say, hey, hi, my name is, and they'd be like, hi, you know, and then the conversation would go where it would go. Yeah, you're instantly friends because you're all bonding around one common denominator. That yeah, that's one thing I noticed early in Bitcoin, like because you get people from different denominations, religion, political beliefs, um, anything. You know, you have this wide range, but so many people don't have a a core thing to agree upon and build off of. And 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 Bitcoin was that for for any conversation here. Um, it, it, it was a really, really just, you know, I said the word surreal, like a thousand, I'm sure these guys will tell you, I said the word surreal like a thousand times that week. Cause it was, that was, that was the only way to kind of, um, um, express what I was feeling of, of just feeling welcomed and feeling just so comfortable. Like that is so not me. Like I'm a goofy dude. These guys will tell you, but like I could be myself around them. There was no, like, there was no, we all put up walls, right? We all put up 
barriers between us and other individuals because we're either not confident or or whatever it may be but it just like all of those fell to the wayside um and it was just it was spectacular yeah and i think we we got all of that to the next level because we all went together i I think that added to it and made it even more of that experience you know because it was like it was like going there with family. What's up, Buddha? Hey, what's up, Paul? So glad you had that experience, by the way. Um, so I was just going to say, would you say that relationships built on top of Bitcoin are more truthful relationships because that is, you have your foundation is built on truth? You know, like Bitcoin at the truth at the base layer. We all understand Bitcoin very well. Um, we're all seeking that truth, and so the relationships built on top are they more real? Would you suggest? Would you say that? I don't know about real, but more, more like more, they're stronger. Like we always talk about like, you, you know, like these shitcoin casinos are, are built on sand. It's like building a relationship on like with fucking steel. Like That's, you have this, That's exactly what yeah, I meant. You have this super solid base that you start with that you, you know, because someone's into Bitcoin, you know, they appreciate sound money and, you know, can, uh, can understand what, um, monetary policy does to someone's value and and the wealth that they're trying to uh, to create and and maintain. And when you just like I said, you just so many people when you talk about stuff, they're they're talking over each other. They're missing each other. They're you know not understanding what they're saying. But like I said, when you have that base layer to to start and build a relationship, even if you have disagreements about COVID vaccinations, political affiliations, religious affiliations, you almost you, it, you, you're like, I found myself holding my opinions a little less lightly because I, I had not necessarily like faith, but I, I knew to an extent the content of this person's character because they love Bitcoin, because they're here. And you can, you get this vibe that they're just, you're just like part of this tribe that everybody is like in agreement and, and that, and it's, it's hard to put in the words, but just like that, Buddha, just like you have this solid yeah. ass foundation to build a relationship with. Right. As Billy would say, we stacked friends this week on Stack Chain. Yeah. And I can illustrate that in the reverse. There were a few times when we had interactions with non Bitcoiners and they stood out like a fucking sore thumb. There was this, I don't know who the fuck this guy was. But at the hackathon, there was this dude that showed up like in a blazer and nobody knew who he was. Like, we're like, oh, is that a swan guy? Some people were like, is that a stack chain? Like, nobody knew who the fuck this guy was. And apparently he was some kind like he was some kind of salesman for a payment processor. And I guess he just found out that there was a swan hackathon. So he just showed up and was trying to show his shit. But the guy didn't understand a thing about Bitcoin. And false when I was, when I, was I, was about- say, I just got really big VC vibes from him, Anthony. Like he was there to try and like allocate money and like find some startup to invest in. That's how he felt to me. Yeah. And the, when I was like, you know, Keith is a cool guy. It's because I didn't know Keith at all. Not at all. Just met him there the first time. Didn't say much to him except for hi because I was over by the stat chainers, right? But we were just both outside and that dude was out there. We were talking to him and it was so evident 
that he didn't understand shit about Bitcoin because he was always like, well, where's the profit in it? How do you make money? And then I explained to him like what we did in El Salvador. And he's like, well, yeah, but, you know, that's just like you're just donating money. There's no, you know, donating money for Bitcoin adoption. That's not really a charity. And then I'm just like, I'm like, am I the only one that can't hear him? Oh, can you guys hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can okay. hear you. Yeah, somebody tell False he can't hear me. Um, False, you got to go out and come back on. Yeah. We can hear him. So, like, explaining to this guy that, like, doing work in Bitcoin is, like, a moral and ethical thing in and to itself just went right over his head. And that's when Keith was standing there. He's trying to explain it, too. And I was like, all right. You know, Keith is fucking awesome, and this guy is some kind of fucking weirdo. He stuck out so much because everybody else was a Bitcoiner. What's up, Loco? I know he just left. I don't know if he would want to hear this, but... Oh, there he is. Um, The first night, just to go back to what False was kind of talking about and wrap around kind of what we're talking about right now. Uh, me and False had a conversation at the pleb party, and um, it, it was just me and him. We sat down. We were kind of peopled out already the like second day of the conference, and the conference didn't even start yet. And um, we were just sitting down, and we we like connected through our like similarities on how we were brought up and just how his location and my location, how we were brought up and how, how like the people around us, like we're all the same. So like, we're all same in the aspects. I mean, shit, we're all humans. Like, Oh man, it's just crazy. But anyway, to bring it back to the shit coiners and stuff, the first night, everybody was looking for uh TC um and we didn't know who he was and skinner was the only one that knew who he was and we were at the pleb party and skinner was like tc is here i just want to let you guys know that and he just started pointing us around to norm like random people and all this shit and then he me and q were hanging out and we went over to the side and seen skinner and he was like hey guys come here i'll introduce you to uh tc so he brings us over to uh, two people sitting down, one girl, one guy. And we start having the conversation. We assume he's TC. Q goes, are you TC? He was like, no, who's TC? So we get into this whole conversation. This dude's this dude trades urine coin, and he's in a Bitcoin uh, pleb cart party. And I pretty much got him. His girl was more like accepting of the orange pill but yeah they were i i recommended the bitcoin standard and they were like oh blah 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 but yeah they were yearn coin coin traders it was a weird uh Did, and, and didn't they just like stand out like they just really stood out like yeah you exactly don't here like what are you doing and false tells the story better but there was also someone at the conference they i told them that i did music and they wanted to show me their they had some service and it, they wanted to like nft and tokenize the music industry and he gave us all our business, his business cards. I'm going to try to tell this the best I can because I, I came into when it was happening. And 
I walk out of this this little studio. Well, we get his cards. We go back home. I walk out of my the little studio room that I was staying in, and they're outside, and they're just burning the shit out of these cards. And I don't remember what what the words was, but uh, False wanted to post it on uh, Twitter to his account because he only had two followers. And uh, he was just going to make a really like not great post, but we ended up not posting it. So we did the the, the right and ethical thing. But yeah, the shit coiners were definitely shunned at this conference. That was for sure. Yeah, they look lost, like they didn't belong. What's up, John? Hey, I just want to give a shout-out to Greg down below, my fellow asshole. I believe, if I'm correct, he is one of the meetup people responsible for Boston Meetup. So, hey, Greg. What's up, Greg? What's going on, man? Peter. Yeah, I just wanted to tell George to go fuck himself. <laughs> you know, I think... Uh conferences that are coming up over the next year will have a lot less shit coinery at them based on the happenings of six months ago and as of this past week at least that is my hope that they'll get flushed out and not supported as I mean, much going what, forward that's what you think but it's like it keeps fucking happening Derek and there's all these people that are still like you know Oh, not your keys, not your coins. That's dumb. You guys shouldn't say that. And it's like you literally just watched billions of dollars in value just disappear overnight. And if you held your own keys, it didn't affect you at all. They still fucking do it. Luna and Celsius fucking imploded. And all these people didn't take their shit off of FTX despite the fact that they just witnessed it happen. It's like seeing a guy smack somebody in the face and then he comes walking towards you and then you get surprised that he smacks you in the face. It's fucking insane. It just keeps happening. What's up, false? Uh, Buddha was first. Let him go. I just want to talk about not your keys, not your coins for a little bit once uh, Buddha's okay. done. Yeah, go for it, Buddha. Yeah, I was just going to say about that. I, I just think that now's, if now's not the time to when for like maximalists to go on the major, major attack on why proof of work is absolutely necessary and how, you know, you cannot just create things from, from thin air and have no tie to reality whatsoever. And they just exist in the minds of these people and these VCs. And, and, and then when that sentiment shifts, now all of a sudden they don't exist. And there's no value in this crashing, this nonsense. Like, Get that the whole narrative out of here. We got to go on the major attack about proof of work and self custody, and just like re be relentless. Like I mean, potentially ridiculously more toxic. I mean, what needs to happen? It's insane. Well, it needs to be more Buddha, right? Because right now everyone is going to use these events to try to you know regulate this industry. They're going to use this to spread fud about this industry. And no corners, people that were on the fence, they're going to want to go away they're going to want to steer clear because all they're seeing is rug pools and they're seeing you know bad actors they're seeing fraud so yeah now's not the time to be like hey we won look what happened we need to be more toxic we need, need to be more vigilant and we need to let people know somehow that there is a difference between bitcoin and crypto and this is what it is and this is why it's important 
the distinction needs to be made now more than ever because governments around the world and you know especially probably fucking ours and uh you know they're gonna try to pass regulation they're gonna try to do things to you know, I, prevent this from happening yep i do have to say this week I, I got a text from my neighbor who he was already into bitcoin but definitely still shit coining too i hope i fully orange filled him and he's only bitcoin now but i did get a text from um yesterday like Help me take my help me take my 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 uh my Bitcoin off the exchange. Get me set up with a hard with a with a hard wallet. So um, a cold wallet. So I'm gonna be uh. I mean, visiting him tomorrow and helping him get his keys off. He's like, oh, the funniest thing, he'll he'll never put leave his 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 uh coin on exchange again. So he uses Coinbase. He goes to log in and reset his password because it's been like a while, and he uses like you know an older email address that's not your actual right account. But maybe he made an account with it and shouldn't buy with it. So he logs in, he sees his whole account is zero. And he's like, What the fuck? I'm like, dude, Coinbase is still operational. I'm like, check your email, you probably used the wrong one. Sure as shit he did. So after getting that feeling, this guy is a multi coiner at least. Um, you know, he's got quite a bit and uh he was shitting bricks there for a good five minutes before he realized it was the wrong I account. mean, that's a good experience because he didn't actually lose his shit, but for a couple minutes, he knows what it felt like. Hey, Nick, what's going on, man? I haven't seen you on stage before. What's up, guys? Uh, I think Stack Chain, you just replied to one of my tweets, and I saw the space, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So I was just in Pacific Bitcoin. I don't know if you guys are down there. Um, saw a lot of – next to the Swan Bitcoin tent, they had a Stack Chain uh, post, and I've kind of seen Stack Chain all over Twitter and never really looked into what it was, which is maybe a bad thing. Um Got a good grasp of what it was. Seems really cool. And like just, just a really cool way for people to continue to accumulate Bitcoin. And was bullshitting with a lot of the guys at Swan and just some plebs there about like how do we – can we create something similar to um, get people to self-custody their Bitcoin? Like can we create like a fun – I don't know. Um, because it, you know, it's really sad, everything that's going on. And um, obviously there's a lot of Bitcoiners in this room. But like even with talking with, you know, friends on – Instagram or Twitter and in real life or wherever. And like you, you kind of get a, a gauge of where people are at with their Bitcoin. Nobody self custodies their Bitcoin. Nobody knows how to, um, you know, or even people that are maxis and I've been in the space for a while. There's a lot of people that uh, they won't admit it, but a lot of people hold their, you know, hold their Bitcoin on exchanges. Um, and, you know, it, it, I'm sure you guys talk about this a lot, but yeah, uh, we do. Yeah, that's a fucking fantastic idea. If, if there was an engaging way, where we could encourage people to hold their own keys and make it fun. That's a fantastic idea, Nick. I don't specifically have an answer for it, but I can tell you it's a great idea. And yeah, because that is comes up with anything. Well, that's that is a bit trickier. Yeah, it's trickier because you can't show any amount whatsoever if you're exactly. showing. Yeah, showing your showing. Well, I mean, but, obviously, well, think about that one. post your whole fucking stack like that. But I mean, okay, so. I do know of past initiatives, like there was a proof of keys, which I think this January is going to be a big thing. So, you know, every stack channel should fucking get on top of that. I think it's January. Derek, do you know what day that was? It's a specific day in January. I mean, isn't it, uh, isn't it January 1st? January 3rd, I mean? January 3rd? Yeah, I think it's the 3rd. I think it's uh, Genesis block day. There you go. So do you... Um, yeah, it's who, who, you know. who wants to explain it. I know a little bit of it, but yeah. for, for reserves, 
it, proof of keys day, January 3rd is the Genesis block day. It's the day that the Genesis block was created by Satoshi showing that he had, you know, the, he had his private key to create the block. So it's just the considered the proof of keys day since that's the Genesis block day. So what generally happens is Bitcoiners who understand not your keys, not your Bitcoin, what they'll do is they'll like encourage people to take possession of their Bitcoin on January 3rd, right? And because it's like this, it's like a Bitcoin holiday, essentially. So it gets everybody talking about it and you like take, you make like the extra effort to encourage people to take possession of their own keys. So that's not exactly what Nick was talking about, but that's the only, that's the only like community, you know, collective effort that, I'm aware of, but I mean, aside from just saying that shit every day, you know, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. The only thing that really motivates people is, you know, like what happened with John and his friend. Well, it's rug, it's rug pulls that motivate people, Anthony. Once people get fucked, once people have a problem, then they're going to be like, oh shit, I need to never let this happen again. And that's with everything in life. People need something bad to happen to them before they make a change. Right. It's very unfortunate. Like we don't want anybody to lose their Bitcoin, but people that keep it on an exchange, if they haven't moved it at this point with all of us talking about it, they're not going to move it until something near detrimental happens to them or want someone they know and care about. Right. Now I do have to say with this being a community as opposed to a bunch of random people on the internet, like if anyone came into our space or, or shouted off into the chain, like, Hey, I need, I would like to learn how to do this. Can someone help me? Instead of just like, Oh yeah, here's an article. There is people in the stack chain that will literally walk them through the whole process to make sure that they're comfortable yeah. doing it. I mean, it's similar to our lightning node initiatives. You know, exactly. we, we, sure. we've, we've walked people from basically buying through, you know, buying their parts online to ordering them and helping them build it and getting set up and configured and all that shit. I mean, we have tons of people that will offer those type of help. So, I mean, it's something that we could continue to talk about from time to time. That I thought was fucking awesome. I saw Siggy reply you know, not your keys, not your coins. So I thought that was fucking cool. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So could we, do, we could do something with Siggy where we have a link on the website showing kind of like how to do it or basic knowledge base. And then, you know, part of his reply chain could be that. I mean, I would say I, I don't want to recreate the wheel because there's so many great um, self custody resources out there but Peter, what more gfy I'm so, in the audience <laughs> so we could just link to existing ones like on bitcoin or security guide like that website that's tons of great information could link yeah. to that that is as a as a siggy response when someone says stack change just like hey when you're you know buying your coins make sure you're self custody in in some cute dorky way they'll probably hate anthony you can come up with that one <laughs> uh, Bruno, what's going on I was just going to say, quite simply, from our, our on our end, I mean, we, and we can brainstorm about this more as it goes on, but um, just with all the eyeballs that are on the chain in general, we could just start saying more often, like, you know, move to self-custody, you know, just whatever. See your stack, whatever. Here's my stack. Here's my stack join. $30, move to self-custody. $30, move to self-custody, whatever. Just if we start saying it more often, right? Yeah. Through, you know, just Put it out there. Blocks. Put it yeah. in some blocks for sure. Nick, what's going on, man? 
Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. I think my biggest issue, and I think a lot of Bitcoiners, they'll be like, oh, it's not our job to teach. And obviously you guys seem more of like, uh, you know, we're all toxic maxis, I guess, right? But It's 100% our job to teach. Yeah, no, it is. It, it is. But I know, you know, a lot of people, you know, say, you know, yeah, you get Bitcoin at the price you deserve and, and whatnot. And that's true. But here, here's kind of where I have a tough time. And I'd even be curious to see how you guys uh, help onboard people into the space. So like when I look at family and friends, uh, you know, that I'm like, listen, you, you need to own something. You need to own some Bitcoin. And once I start talking about, you know, they're like, you know, I'll buy Bitcoin on Robinhood or Coinbase. Then I start explaining how you shouldn't do that. And then it kind of turns them off because it's like there's all these steps involved and they want it nice and simple. And we kind of we're in an age now where it's like, especially during COVID, a lot of people were trading on Robinhood and they like the, you know, you put $10 in, you buy a stock, you're good. You know, and, and the whole the whole um, process of, you know, transferring it to this wallet. So, and so then, I, can, and, I can beat you to the punch because yeah, yeah, we, we've had this conversation a lot and this is how this works man you plant the seed and almost every single time people are not super like responsive to it but you plant the seed and you water it because everybody comes to bitcoin in their own way and in their own time and until they're ready to come they're not going to put in the proof of work required to learn but when you plant the seed and you water it, when they're ready to learn, they know who to come to. And yeah, it may seem like you're screaming into the void, but you're not. And this goes back to the story I was talking about Anders, right? We're just sitting there at the end of the party. Everybody is waiting for their Uber and three randos show up and he immediately just goes into Bitcoin. Because he was just planting a seed. I'm sure he didn't expect those guys to have a conversation with Bitcoin about him. And in fact, they started talking shit. They're just like, blah, 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 Dogecoin. But he did it anyways. Because, you know, he's come to the same conclusion. You plant the seed. You plant the seed everywhere. Some of them grow. Some of them don't. But when they do, they'll remember you for sure. And since this is a saying I love to use with planting the seed, I, I kind of posted it back in September about plant the seed. Don't forget, like with any plant, you can also overwater it too. So if you're overwhelming them with this all this information, you can still kill the plant and all that stuff. So just plant the seed generally and, or, and just ease them into it. And I always say that it's beneficial to... Um, make it relate to their life rather than your life or everybody else's life. Cause some people don't really even care about keeping sovereign money or whatever, or don't know the impl implications of a CBDC or something like that. So you just got to keep the person in mind when you're talking to them too. And also another thing about, I, I you'll see this trend with me. I like to compare things with analogies. Uh, forgetting your keys. I said this in Lauren's space yesterday, uh, cause Portland brought up a point, but, uh, if you, the way I look at it is if you go overseas and you need to get their local currency and you would give them your U S dollars and they would just hold your U S dollars and you don't even get your, get the stuff you want. That's exactly what you're generally doing with Bitcoin. You don't own the stuff that you're getting. 
So why would you have other people hold your money? And that's exactly what the exchange rates are, or exchanges are, just like they are with any currency. Okay, you know what? I got a, I got a real quick idea. So, Nick, you're 100% right. If there's a way to gamify this and do whatever, we should do that. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin is really, really important. So, in honor of Nick, Let's all tweet that shit out right now. Go to your page and tweet out, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Let's just do it why right now. Why don't we do it as a stack, though? Why individually? Can I, can, I, can, I, can I have a little, a little addition to this conversation, please? Sure. Okay. So besides George, go fuck yourself. Um, I do want to say that nobody, and I mean nobody, looks at Bitcoin, is interested in Bitcoin, until um, they have a need or necessity of one or many of the properties of Bitcoin. And in the United States, you know, we like to talk to, about things like, oh, well, you know, they're going to get burned. They're going to learn when they get burned, when they, when they touch the stove, right? Well, unfortunately, in the United States and most Western countries, um, the, the stovetop is very cool. It, it, we don't really feel the, the impact of, of, uh, of this thing as much as, um, uh, as, much as the, the rest of the world does. And so I really think that one of the things that we, that we really need to think about doing is, um, is telling people that this is uh, separation of state and money, because I think people really understand that. And I think they are really willing to, um, you know, um, be involved with that kind of narrative. Yeah. I orange pilled an Uber driver. During Peter, the Bitcoin. Friend. I, I did that by, with that exact same thing. It just happened to be the thing. So I put it up in the nest. I tweeted it out. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. If you guys want to do a proxy chain and just everybody just build on it, let's just flood Twitter a little bit. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. What's up, Nick? No, yeah, no, you, you guys mentioned something before, which is, is obviously the most, the easiest thing. You know, I think just the education piece of put more content out about, you know, how to self-custody your Bitcoin. And obviously there's a ton out there already, but there's a ton out there for me and you and for everybody in this space. Uh, but I think it's getting it to more of the normies that, uh, you know, haven't made that jump yet. So I think just more content, um, you know, and, and I, I think somebody mentioned something about throwing it on a website or whatever it is. So anything you guys come up with, tweet it or, or shoot me it over and, and I'll this way, you know, we can just keep spreading that. And I got to hop here in a second, but um, good glad, talk. To, yeah. glad to have you back in spaces, Nick, man. It's been a yeah, while. Out of there. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. It's nice, nice talking to you, man. And again, it's all it's all about touches. Like you might think that you're not making a contribution, or you might think that you're just saying something that somebody else said, and everything there's nothing that I say in these spaces that has not been said better by like Guy Swan and Safedine and Jeff Booth. They say that shit a million times better than me. But I might be the person that says it to somebody in the way that they need to hear it at the time that they need to hear it. And that's it. You just plant plant the seeds, man. Thank you for coming up, Nick. I appreciate that, man. What's going on, Lauren? I saw, saw you sneak up here. 
Her throat chakra. I know, she, she passed out. Guys, I gotta run. I gotta eat dinner real quick. I'll be, I'll try to get back. How long? How much longer are you gonna be in here? Um, uh, we've already been in here for an hour and a half. So, I'll try to eat quick. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Love, love you, Dad. Yeah, that was Stop good. It. Have, it was good to have Nick in here. I heard his voice, and I was like, I know this guy. It's been a long time since like last year. But I used to do spaces with him a lot. It's good to see him uh, in the stack chain, man. It makes me happy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. Um. Tomahawk, Indian. So you had brought up the idea about talking about uh, how to self-custody. And we are definitely on a pertinent topic. So, you know, I'll go to false. Let, 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 we'll have false uh, say what he's got to say, and then we can get into that. What's up, false? Um, I just want to reiterate, obviously, yeah, the if, if there's ever been a – if there wasn't a time before this – that led you to think about self-custodying your Bitcoin. Uh, now is the time. Um, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. You'll see people have different technical levels. Um, don't think that you need to jump right into a cold card and do PSBTs and and all this stuff. There, there's levels to it. Um, you know, just 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 you know, step one: having a hot wallet on your phone. Obviously, you don't want to keep a lot of funds on there, 100%. But even that is better than it being in an exchange that you are, you know, subject to whatever the hell they got going on. Um, reach out if you have questions. We had someone today just in the thread, you know, talk about, you know, him saying, seeing all this stuff. Now he's like starting to get pushed to it. There's a lot of us here. Um, and even if it's still like a weird question, since we kind of come together, a whole bunch of different people, everyone has different skills um, that, 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 that can help. Um, if, if you're struggling with what type of wallet to buy or what type of uh, you know signing device to buy or you know how it works like nowadays you have no excuse there's there's so much good information out there and if you're not sure where to find it or if you want like some some extra little like uh, you know someone to help you hold your hand and get so that you feel comfortable like Derek said we've had we've had one guy the guy that just left Buddha we got him to buy the node pieces got his thing set up got lightning running for him. So there's very knowledgeable people in here regarding some more of these technical aspects. Um, just, just reach out. And if, you know, some, obviously it'd be better in a DM because our notifications are usually blown to shit. Um, and like, I'm even struggling now trying to like refollow people that like I, I, I um, uh, met during the conference. Like I have to go back through and find all these people and follow them back because I just I just don't see it in the notifications anymore. It's just impossible. But don't hesitate. You know, people are pretty friendly, maybe besides Peter sometimes when uh, George triggers him. But besides that, he's a great dude. I can vouch for that 100 um, percent. And, you know, we're just we. We love to dunk on shit coiners. And I was talking, you know, me and Skinner hung out for a little bit yesterday um, while we were waiting for the plane and stuff, trying to figure out what we were going to do. And, you know, I, I realized like. <clears throat> It's very easy on Twitter to just like to be that toxic maxi that's just like you're a fucking idiot. What the fuck are you doing? But when you see that person, you see someone in person, like it's a whole different when you're speaking to a human. You 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 feel like the the angst in the in the in the 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 pain that is felt. And I, maybe it's just me. I feel like I'm feel like I'm a compassionate dude that like I can read emotions and you know it 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 affects me 
seeing how much they got fucked. So even if you're you stumble in here and you're maybe you know not a Bitcoin maxi and you don't subscribe to some of these narratives that get that get put with it, um, you could reach out to me. I I will do everything I can to help. Um, I'm not like the end of the game. I I know Derek knows way more about certain things than I do um, when it comes to some of this stuff. So just 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 reach out, um, ask somebody for help. Um, and and now is the time. Like I said before, if there wasn't a time before, it's now because this isn't going to end. There's always going to be another thing that's going to explode or implode. And you just you don't want to be subject to it. The the beauty of Bitcoin. And where it's different from gold um, is that you can easily take custody of it. You don't have to have a giant safe and buried in the ground. And, and you know, the custody of gold can be very, very hard. The, the beauty of Bitcoin is how easy you can take custody of it. And that's how we prevent falling into the same trap that happened with gold, with paper markets and being there, you know, more paper gold than actual physical gold. So, you know, we don't actually help this revolution or evolution happen unless you take custody. If, if you don't take custody of your corn, you're, we're almost, you know, you're, you're in turn almost allowing and giving these people an opportunity to rehypothecate certain assets. So do it. If you have questions, reach out, like I said, preferably DMs because notifications will not be seen. There, there, is, there is, maybe we do a poll, right? To see if we should hold a, space on this topic i personally would like to assume that most stack chainers don't need this but i could be completely wrong here right so we'd maybe have a, a poll go out to see if this is a space that we should cover and talk more about self-custody and go in depth and polls are anonymous so no one no one's going to see if you say you want a space on self-custody and if it turns out that everybody's self-custody and we don't need to do a space we don't need to, but maybe we do. I mean, you know, let's, just, let's get a data point on that. That sounds good. And if you're in the audience, there isn't a single person on stage that won't help you with this. Like any any of the people on stage right now will help you with this. So feel free to reach out to any of us. If there's anybody in the audience that just has a question about self-custody, you want to come up on stage and talk about it, just come up. We're, we're all pledged here and we want to help people. So if you're in the audience, you know, come up. You know, Anthony, the fact that there's so many of us, like there's, you know, hundreds, 500 stack chainers, right? We have so many different experiences and so many different options. And we've all tried them for hot wallets, cold wallets, you know, various designing devices, USB sticks, you know. <laughs> There's so many of us with so many different experiences that no matter what the question is, somebody will have an experience and or a recommendation for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tomahawk, what do you, what do you think? What's up? Yeah, I wanted to talk about this topic. You brought it up on one of the previous spaces, and um, I was going to speak up, but it was late. And then Sat Hoarder got going on about lightning, and I really wanted to hear that because he's really knowledgeable with lightning. I found out from listening to him talk about it. But yes, self-custody, of course, everybody knows that important. And I'm sure everybody here probably does self-custody, just looking at who's in here. I'm sure everybody knows. So it's kind of preaching to the choir a little bit. But I was just interested how everybody else self-custodies, if they're comfortable sharing that. And I really did like Nick's idea, too, of somehow incorporating it into a stack. But obviously, that's a little 
sketchy because it's not like you want to post withdrawals or you know you don't want to dox yourself too much you kind of want to keep it low yeah, key 100 percent. You know, i gotta think about a way to do that and you know i think that's yeah, a really good idea i mean you don't want to post this transaction saying hey here's my transaction that went to cold storage with yeah, the, the exactly. full address available right like i mean <laughs> even if you blur out the address just having the the time there sort of yeah now i mean it's the same thing as us buying uh, us buying like right right like for opsec we decide to hide as much information as we can but now you're literally saying hey this transaction is an amount that went to cold storage i, I get the sentiment i just don't know if there's a a, a nice yeah, that, that is that is not the way flavored way of doing no, it. I, yeah, you just exactly. say it you just say it you just say it so that it keeps getting said I, you can't post your you can't post your uh cold storage transfers you just can't i'm not no yeah no. That, that's to be clear to be clear that's not what i said right, right. that's what you were asking i was like i don't think that's a good idea okay um, i mean take a photo of your of your wallet then and, and say hey that's uh that's my my utxo is it, it but, can be signed yeah even enough. if it's just sharing you know like hey i'm using uh sparrow wallet from my from my node and you know just sharing like a tip or showing something cool that you can do with Sparrow. Maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. Somebody, yeah. I was talking to Jason. He was the uh, guy that kind of fell in with us. Uh, we, we dubbed him new guy um, that fell in with us at the hackathon. And he had a really cool idea about using like HTLCs. And I know it's a little advanced um, hash time lock contracts, um, but that's kind of a way that you could show that like, you know, maybe it's not necessarily, um, like, yo, this is my this is my Bitcoin in custody. Um, but like, hey, you know, I locked up 10 million sats for five years. That's not going anywhere. It's not going to any exchanges. It's it's in my wallet. It's locked. It's not going anywhere. And I realize that has an increase to the barrier of participation because it is a more advanced thing. Um, I don't know enough about it, but I just like that concept got my idea got my my brain going. Of, yeah, of I do know. I do know that if you fuck that up and you put a wrong decimal place, that instead of locking your Bitcoin for five years, you can lock yeah. it for 50 years or 500 years or some Wait, shit didn't like Sveki that. Do that. Didn't Savecki do that like last year? He was, he was telling people, you know, fuck it, I'm going to lock it up for 10 years or something like that and ended up doing it for, I don't know what the, but it was a considerable much longer time than he wanted to do it for. I, I think that we are all aware that that's a need that that holding that banner and carrying that banner of not your keys not your bitcoin is really really important and just being aware that it's needed is is you know that we just need to be saying it more and all these all these guys that say that's dumb to say like, not your keys, not your coins. That's too complicated. People won't do it. These are the same people that rug pull the shit out of everyone. So like everyone that says not your keys, not your coins is bad. These guys are fucking thieves. You know, they, they don't want you to have your own keys because they want your fucking Bitcoin. That's how this works. What's going on, Bob? I think Bob. I think Bob had his hand up for like five years here. Yeah, well, no, not five years, but absolutely not your keys, not your coin. We keep learning it over and over and over again. 
Um, but I kind of wanted to fork just to, for a second. Uh, Peter won the sats. Good game, Peter. Uh, fuck you. Let's play another one. Uh, but also, uh, I heard NDN's voice, and I wanted to give him kudos in a very big way. We had an interesting conversation during a poker game uh, about like wampum and the proof of work involved with wampum and that relationship with Bitcoin. And I was talking about it with my father, who I've been trying to uh, explain Bitcoin to for six fucking years, and like he still doesn't quite get it. And when I was discussing this conversation, like I saw his face light up and he's like, holy shit, I finally he didn't say holy shit, but it was holy shit for me. But he finally understood what I meant by proof of work. So thank you, NDN. Um, That was pretty awesome. That's fucking awesome to hear. Awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I was on the plane when you guys that was that. Thank you, Bob, for doing that poker that time because I was bored as fuck on that plane. Um, But yeah, that was a really good and interesting um, conversation and topic that I. Honestly, you know, with all the the money talk that goes along in, in Bitcoin, in the Bitcoin space, I had never heard, and that just might be my ignorance on it, but I had never heard that even being brought up. And it was a really interesting and almost like, because, you know, we hear the same shit over again. You hear about, um, I can't remember the name, like the beads in Africa and the rye stones and all these other ones. But seeing this other, you know, this other type of money and and seeing and having that as like another analogy it was it was very refreshing to it's not refreshing because obviously it was a bad thing but a, a a new way of showing what we've been talking about with rye stones and i think they were emery beads in in africa yeah um, that, that that one breaks my heart when i hear that fucking story that that one's the worst out of all the examples of what used to be money the agri beads fucking breaks my heart but I, I guess it's why we have to like keep telling these stories in different ways, because honestly, like, you know, I've been trying to describe this to my father for six years and it wasn't until that moment, until that's that story and, and, and that, you know, comparison that it finally clicked for him. And so thank you again in the end, because uh, goddamn, it's a, it's a tough job getting this shit through to people. And, and that one really worked. Something else that I just wanted to say real quick, Loco was talking about when you're trying to like orange pill people. Um, the way that I found success was that you kind of, like you said, you'd have to meet them where they are. Um, we, you can't just like ramble off why you love Bitcoin because everyone's coming from it. My best way, the, the best results I've gotten have been like, well, what are your questions? What are your concerns? Like, what don't you understand? And then you can try and alleviate some of them by explaining it. Um, right before Loco was talking about a conversation we had at the pleb party, right before that, um, this young Asian girl sat down. And we just started bullshitting. And she's like asking me questions about um, asking me questions about like, so what, what what's stopping someone from just literally copying exactly Bitcoin and, and re-releasing it? And and, you know, why does why won't that be as successful as as the current Bitcoin network? And when you're on Twitter or you're on, these, you know, this you have time to like formulate your thoughts and and type it out in an elegant way. When you're doing it person to person, um, there's a lot of ums and reiterating. So even just practicing, you know, like someone wants to ask you about like the network effects of Bitcoin, like practice and, 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 and put your ideas together in a um, uh, uh, digestible way for somebody so that when you are talking to them in, in, in person, you're not like talking over them and around them and all this shit, like kind of practice it because I learned that, that I'm terrible at orange pilling in person. <laughs> That's what I learned there. So when you practice it and you like, uh, that's what I'm looking for. 
when you practice it and you you get it down to a T and you almost have like, you know, bullet points in your brain that you can hit on, um, it's a much more effective orange pilling. It's a much more effective uh, conversation. Did she ask you how your trade was doing? Uh, no, but, you know, I, you know, I said Stop to her, I, was like, I said to her, like, well, what's your goal here? Like, what do you what do you want out of this? And I got to the bottom that, you know, she was looking to buy cheap and sell high. And what I was trying to explain to her that, like, because this was at the pleb party, I was like, everybody here is like, you know, our unit of account is, is SACS, right? We're not looking to get more fiat. You know, if you're if that's your goal, yeah, you could probably trade shit points. Good luck. You know, you better hope you time shit right, because if you don't, you're either getting washed out one night or you're losing everything because of a centralized exchange. Um, it was like kind of, and there was a bit, little bit of a language barrier and it was loud. Like it was fucking loud as shit at that pleb party. So we're like screaming at each other and I have to like put my head down to even hear this girl. She's like, she's like five, four. And I'm a tall dude. I'm like six, five. So if I didn't bend over, like I, I wasn't hearing anything. Um, but just like practice it so that when you do get that chance to orange pill somebody, you have concise and informative information that you can relay. And it's not because sometimes you might only have five minutes. You might only get a couple minutes. So make those minutes count and just kind of have a, a game plan for what you would say if, if you're you know trying to orange pill in person. Hey, Buddha, I, I see your hand. We got Nathan and I haven't seen him on stage. So I just want to give Nathan an opportunity to talk. What's going on, Nathan? Hi, Anthony. How are you, mate? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? Yeah, good, good. Um, yeah, I really, really appreciating this space. Uh, I've been in Bitcoin for a couple of years now, and I've been cruising in spaces for quite some time and haven't spoken. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's nice to be on stage. Uh, I like what you said, false faucet. Um, you're regarding... Uh, yeah, taking the time to, to to practice the delivery of what Bitcoin's all about, uh, and I've I've found that I've fumbled my way around, and uh, and my the easiest way for me was just to open Moon Wallet, and uh, and and basically go through a transaction with someone, you know, being the merchant and the customer, and vice versa, and uh, that seems to work well. Yeah, Moon uh, Moon Wallet's fantastic for sure. I've done the exact same thing. Yeah. So I just have a small balance in there and I just play with that, you know, send a, send a couple of bucks or, uh, you know, some Satoshis over, I should say. And, uh, yeah, you can see the, the light go on even with my mother-in-law who's like 80. So it's pretty cool when that happens. Um, but uh, so I've been buying my, my Bitcoin uh, with Binance, through Binance. And uh, I've been self-custodying for quite some time now. Uh, I have a ledger. And uh, I guess one question would be, would you recommend shifting over to the cold card, which I do? Um, and also I'm interested in how stack chain works and, and purchasing it uh, another way to, to avoid the, the, uh, these big exchanges. Okay, well, I'll address the cold card question and I'll let the other guys do stack chain. Um, cold card is fantastic. And when I used to use a ledger, and when I switched over to cold card, I was very intimidated because it seemed mm. like it was a more like sophisticated hardware wallet. Mm. And 
all it was was just another learning process. Like all the, all the intimidation of like taking your Bitcoin off of an exchange and putting it onto a ledger. You've already done that. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like that same degree. And the cool thing about the cold card, it's a Bitcoin only wallet. Mm-hmm. So from the ground up, it's designed I, 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 to protect Bitcoin. I have, I have used it. I have used the okay. cold card. Um, okay. But, but I've, I guess, I, you know, Ledger's been there. That was the first one. So I just thought, oh, I'll just leave it, you know, the, basically the entire stack on Ledger. So, you know, the question is, should I just, should I move it across? Should I move some across? You know, splitting the stack probably makes sense. Um, yeah, or just, you know, use maybe two cold cards. Or I guess you don't need to do that, right? You can uh, just create two separate wallets on cold card. Yeah, you, you can definitely do that for sure. Mm. I mean, it's the seed. So the seed phrase, you know, your seed is what's really, really important. So then yeah. the question becomes like, do you have good backups of your seed and are they secure? Mm-hmm. So people aren't yeah. going to like this answer, but listen, in my opinion, if you have stuff already in cold storage on your ledger and that's all that the, and you only have the, the, the Bitcoin app installed on your ledger and you don't have any other apps, then you don't need to switch. It's already in cold storage. The only reason that you would want to switch is if you want to move specifically to a Bitcoin-only device or another device that has more features or additional features that you want. Otherwise, cold storage is cold storage. You're fine, in my opinion. The one thing is there, any, is there any risk with all these updates? Because I notice when I do fire up the ledger, there's always an, an update to install. Yeah, so, so wonder, you know, what, so is that company, what is the company doing? What are they adding? You know, does that put anything at risk, I guess? So the, that, that's on the display app. That's on the, the Ledger app, adding additional features to the Ledger app. I mean, I, I used a Ledger for a while. I, I still have my Ledger. I, I use another wallet now um, just because I wanted to experience another one. And it wasn't because I was worried about it or anything. But uh, any, anyways... Those app updates are just for additional functionality. As long as the Bitcoin app isn't going to get updated, the only time the Bitcoin app is going to get updated is when there's an update. Like when Taproot came out, they had to release another uh, a change to support Taproot. So sure. you're yeah. absolutely fine, man. You don't need to spend money and buy another wallet if you don't want to. If you want to, like I did, I wanted to experience something else just because I'm a tech geek and I loves me some gadgets. So I bought yeah. one for that reason. If I wasn't a tech geek... I would be perfectly happy keeping my ledger. False. Yeah. Let me get in here real quick. So the only problem, Nathan, with you leaving the the, uh, the sats on um, on on the ledger uh, is well, actually yeah, with ledger is that you're you every time you open up your ledger mm-hmm. and and either do a transaction or a receive or just to check your balance you're going through Ledger's node. And so... Mm-hmm. They if, changed that now, Pete. Oh, they did? I believe I believe you can now point to your own node. I, someone could correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I believe that is the case now. So you could... They you don't, can, you they don't support to, Tor, but you can use your own node, yes. So you can point to Electrum or... Um, what's the other What's the other one? Um, shoot, I can't remember the name of it now. I'd have to look at one. God, I got my thing open right here. I should just look at it. Um, or, uh, oh, fuck. I can't, ah, oh, why can't I fucking remember the name of that stupid node? Bitcoin yeah. Core? Oh, 
Uh, yeah. Anyways, it, well, just as long as it's a as long as it's a uh, a node that is has a has open source and has fairly good reputation. The problem with the Ledger node is that it's not open source. So even though chances are, you know, it's fine. There is that. That's really the only. I mean, you know, Derek's right. Having it in cold storage is having it in cold storage. Uh, the only problem with that is it's a, it's a it's not an open source um, code base that. Uh, the Bitcoin maxis have been able to kind of parse through to get an idea of what they of what they think of it. So, sure. Well, so it sounds like the risk is very low, uh, but I guess you know, as far as onboarding people and you know, onboarding my family, you know, it'd be good to practice on my end. So then, you know, uh, directing them straight away towards cold card could be the best option. Would you agree? So I've I've used the ledger and I've used the cold card. And after I used the cold card, I really, really liked the way it was set up. It is more complicated than a ledger, but I like it. What's up, Paul? Okay, I just want to make a little analogy. So the ledger is like running Windows, right? You have everything kind of easy to find. You click a button, it's an app. Running a cold card is almost running like a Linux platform where you have much more control and uh, like granular control over what you're doing. Um, I really like the cold card because they have options. I don't know if Ledger does now, but they had, cold card was one of the first to do the P, PBSPs, the partially signed Bitcoin transactions, where you create the transaction on the computer, you export it to your device and sign it on an SD card and then put it back into your computer to broadcast. So your, your signing device, which is what you know you, everyone's worried about keeping safe, which holds your keys, never touches anything that's you know, touching the internet at all. Now that's a whole level of like paranoia and that's fine. You know, some people say I'm crazy for doing that or, or feeling like I need to, but it's, it's that security that lets me sleep happy at night that like, you know, there's no doubt that I plugged my, my, my ledger in and maybe I, you know, I don't know, I was downloading a game and, and now I have some malware that's looking for these things getting plugged in and, and trying to extract it. I don't even know how feasible that is. But I know if I do my P, my my partially signed Bitcoin transactions, I don't have to worry about that at all. So there's different levels to it. There's like a granularity. Um, there, uh, Anthony said that it is more intimidating. I would agree. I just think it's a more robust tool that if you want to do other things, um, the capabilities are there. So sure. the thing that I really, really liked about the experience of setting up my uh, cold card was installing Sparrow. I used the cold card with Sparrow Wallet. And just because cold card is like a more, it's like a more open hardware wallet where you could use like different things. The experience of learning about Sparrow Wallet taught me so much about Bitcoin. Now using Sparrow Wallet, I learned about like coin control utxo management because sparrow does all these things with sparrow wallet you can pick like which utxos you send and and you can more actively participate in coin control and then my next uh my next thing which i can also do with sparrow wallet which the only reason i have sparrow wallet is because i use a cold card is build my own multi-sig instead of like relying on you know cast casa or unchained or whatever like i'm not i'm not shitting on those those companies they're wonderful companies doing wonderful work but the idea 
of completely and totally setting up my own multi-sig just makes me feel safe because I did it. I know, how, you know, once I learn, I know how it works. So if something goes wrong, I know how to rebuild it because I did it as opposed to if you're using a company and something goes wrong, like what if the company disappears and now you're in panic mode trying to figure it out? And like Casa is fantastic. They, they actually teach you how to do this if you want. But just the idea of like doing it all myself, like I have the tools. All I need is a cold card and a Sparrow wallet and I can figure these things out. It just makes me feel a lot better. And I'm not, I'm not shitting on Ledger, but I'm kind of shitting on Ledger because I'm a Bitcoiner. So like I want to participate in Bitcoin companies and people who care about Bitcoin. And I just don't think Ledger's it, man. They, they, they shit coin. So like when you give money to Ledger, you're giving money to a company that fucking shit coins. Also, those motherfuckers blocked me for asking a question. <laughs> you know, it's like, but with cold card, that is a 100% Bitcoin company. You can buy your cold card with Bitcoin. And in fact, I did. Because when I went to buy my cold card, my bank transaction, like, it wouldn't fucking go through. It didn't like my card or some shit. So the fact that I could use Bitcoin was fucking awesome. Big Sean, what's going on, man? Welcome to the stage. Oh, what's up, guys? It was fun. Looks like Peter has his hand up right now, but it was cool meeting a lot of you guys. Uh, Peter just wants to tell George to go fuck himself. (laughs) Yeah. No, man, it was so I met I met Sean at Pacific Bitcoin. He's fucking awesome. Hey, I love this. It was guy. great meeting all you guys too, man. It was fun. Hey, it's he's not and he's not nearly as tall as I thought he was gonna be. Are you shitting me? I got a picture with <laughs> yeah, this yeah. guy. You're just used to looking up at everybody. And the top of his head is almost not in the picture. Anthony, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's the tallest of three fu- or four fucking brothers, man. The one thing he can't stand is being told that he's not tall. No, that's that's not even true. I tell people that I'm not tall. I'm average height. Until I until I hang around with regular people. And unlike you, I don't. Do, like do, do you see what I'm saying, Anthony? Do you like. see how he just fucking trolled you? Do you see what he just did there? You had your opportunity. <laughs> call him a small man. Not that I'm average. He gets to call you small. I'm average height on the basketball court. Well, that's you know. Basketball is life. Yeah, hey, hey, hey uh, Nathan, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, and my, my question is, first of all, are you new to Stack Chain? Are you new to this space? Yeah, we didn't answer that question at all. I, I am, and I am interested in purchasing Bitcoin through Stack Chain if, as you know, a better option than going on to Binance right now. Okay, so first of all, I want to give you a warm go-fuck-yourself welcome to Stack Chain because that's how <laughs> we do it here. I, uh, I do want to tell George to go fuck himself too, but he's not, he's not in the room. So it would be kind of pointless though. He might be listening as an anon. Um, and okay. Uh, stack chain is, is a gamification of buying stats and, um, yeah, buying on Binance is, uh, probably, uh, I mean, I've never bought on Binance, so I don't know about it, how, how that works. Um, sounds like you might be outside of the United States, so you might Correct. not have all the on-ramps that, that we have, but basically where, with stack chain, Huh? Uh, Sydney, Australia. You can't tell? Oh, no. I just listened for like a second. Yeah, and, and, and I want to be clear that we do 
Stack Chain does not sell Bitcoin. <laughs> we're not an exchange. We're not a company. So, because we the way did that you have a few Aussies stacked on the chain, guys, though. I don't you, remember who. Stack Chain's not an exchange. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Yeah. God damn it. You know, now now fucking Sean's not going to send me fucking money for sats anymore. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Peter, I, I, Peter, I'm still waiting on my two Bitcoin. I sent you one Bitcoin. I'm waiting for my one back. What happened? We may not be an exchange, right? But we are but we have exchange integrations. You know, one so down, what, so what many to go. So, Nathan, one thing I did want to tell you is that if you do go the route that Anthony went, which I went, I'm a boomer, and I was able to deal with a cold card. It's really not very difficult at all. If you go with the route where you where you use Sparrow as your wallet, the documentation for setting up a cold card is absolutely fucking brilliant, super simple. Anybody can do it. And there's only there's only two little hiccups with that whole process. One is you have to pick your um, your own node to 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 go through, and uh, Electrum or the or the one that you mentioned. As long as it's an open source node, it's fine. And the only other hiccup is don't get. It's going to ask you, do you want to do you want to look at these advanced security features? Don't go there because what it does is it takes you directly to the cold card documentation, which unlike the Sparrow documentation, is incredibly dense and difficult to get through. Very technical. Sounds great. I I actually do have my own node set up, but I haven't opened any channels. I haven't really done anything with it. Uh, so it's just sitting there. And uh, yeah, I guess it seems that's, like that's, that's the next next that, learning that's curve. Perfect is how then. To link. That's perfect then, Nathan, because you can you can use your own node and now you're you're you you are completely private because every time you you check a transaction or every time you uh, and I'm, I hope I'm getting this right I think I am every time you check a transaction it's your node doing it and every yeah. time um, you uh, check a balance it's your node doing it not somebody else. Yeah, well, also if you want to open up a channel, you can join the Stack Chain Lightning Ring. We got like really smart lightning people in stack chain but um buddha you got your hand raised what's up buddha hey i just wanted to say if you if you listen to the way that this conversation has even took place and and the shapes that it's taken bitcoin is just an intellectual arbitrage at this point i mean there's really kind of no way around that if you don't have intellectual curiosity you're going to pay that price so you know like it started with uh how do you buy your bitcoin then it goes to get it on a ledger then it goes to a cold card then it goes to well you can do multi-sig on a cold card so it's you see the levels of depth and you're not going to be able to get that through to everyone you know and that's just kind of the way that the free market has worked since the beginning of time and and you know like you said before you can plant the seeds but i mean if the if the person doesn't want to take accountability on their own they're going to pay that toll and there's just kind of no way around that you're not going to be able to beat it into their head so you know, we can keep tweeting out cold storage, cold storage. I think that's the best way to do it. It's just keep keep tweeting it out when we when we drop a stack or whatever, move it moving into cold storage. Um, but you can't walk the path for them. So I mean, you know, it's kind of frustrating, but at the same time, we're the beneficiaries of these people that don't understand it, you know? Yeah, Nathan, I just followed you. So if any of your questions aren't being answered, just follow me back and shoot me a DM and and I want to make sure you get all the answers to all the questions that you have. What's up, false? Thanks, Anthony. Cheers, Matt. I just want to reiterate for Nathan real quick that I heard him say he didn't have any channels open. Um, so channels are, are, are lightning, which is the layer two. Um, for your node purposes, or for like, you know, uh, cold storage purposes and um, different um, like software implementations to view your UTXOs and your wallets, you don't need to have lightning. 
Um, we always, you know, in this space, everyone talks about, you know, don't trust verify. If you are just using a default node, you are trusting. Um, there's, there's always a trust. I'm trying to be realistic here. Like, you know, I'm not some super coder that can understand all the code that's in these, um, in these, in these node implementations or how you view your wallet. And that's why um, I wanted to make a point that that's why I use cold card because I know NVK and CoinKite are, are Bitcoiners. And if I'm gonna have to trust somebody in this process, I want it to be a Bitcoiner and not Ledger who dabbles in shit coins and supports these other you know scams and Ponzi's. Um, we're not all, like I said, we're not all super technical. We can't all read the open source code and understand it. So I guess what I'm saying is where you do, everyone has to place a little bit of trust somewhere just evaluate where you're putting it and make sure as much as you can that your ideals and, and stuff align with that person. That's why I would recommend Cold Card. I, I, I have faith in NVK that he's not doing some nefarious shit in the background. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I really don't know because I can't, I can't parse through the code and, and see everything. So just when you're doing that, just think about that to where you're going to have to place a little bit of trust. So if you are going to do that, align do it in somebody that has aligned values with with what you have so i got, sure. I got a question do you, do you oh. see that as a risk for the industry at all like with super coders and you know do um, they have yeah a risk i mean i suppose right we can't say there's no risk you know we're all humans right we're all as much as we want to say that we're you know, altruistic, we, people can be bought. There are, you know, I hate to say that, but th that, that's the truth. Um, so you want to minimize the trust as much as possible um, to where that running your own node, you're not trusting Ledger's node to, to check your transactions and verify stuff. Because at the end of the day, if you learned about in the past, like with the, with the block size wars, the nodes were important. You know, there was, other, if you were trusting one of these big corporations to, to look after stuff they could have pushed an update for bitcoin unlimited or something for support and you might not support that and so when you control your node and you control what updates are pushed to it um because because even then right you're going to have a software and there's going to be a nice little button the press says update me and derek were talking about this the other day you don't want to up you don't want to like install your node and add all these apps and all this stuff that you don't use you want to have like the bare minimum of what you need uh, to be able to utilize your node. So, you know, Umbral is a very popular one. So when you're using Umbral, like I said, there's a big button that presses update. You are trusting them to an extent that what they are pushing you is what you're expecting. Um, I, you, in this space, you unless you are a Bitcoin dev and you are an experienced coder, you are going to be putting a little bit of trust into some companies. But you, like I said, you want to minimize that as much as you can and when you do do it, you have to you want to try and find someone that you can align with that you think will do right by you. Now, stuff changes. I mean, people used to think that about Ledger and then, you know, Ledger had poor data. They got hacked and then all their customers information got leaked. And, and you know, people were getting threatening emails and stuff about like, you know, we're going to come kidnap you if you don't give me your corn. And, you know, that was a very niche case. But that's just a prime example of when you put a little bit of trust into a company that is now like we always talk about counterparty risk. That is now counterparty risk you're taking on. Um, do I think it's a, a threat? No, I think it's just something we're going to kind of have to deal with um, until we get to a point where 
every Bitcoiner can read code and, and can parse through this and, and individually verify what's being done. I don't know if I answered your question well there. No, you did. Thanks, man. So well, I, I want to yeah, go, Anthony. Um, I just want to fork the conversation real quick because I got the opportunity to talk to Sean and something funny happened at the pleb party. Hey, Sean. So we're in there and I was like, Sean, you got to take a picture with Billy Brett. I saw the look on your face and you're like, what the fuck is this? So I'm just interested in like, I didn't I didn't even know your Billy perception Brett, of that I didn't even know who Billy Brad was. And a boy, Sean. He did it though. He did he stood yeah. there. He took a picture with me holding a big fucking loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like, if I'm gonna be taking a picture with this bread, which I don't know if there's a, if there's like a joke going on here, I'm at least gonna have Anthony in the picture with me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna be in this picture by myself, that's for sure. Did, did you think like we were pulling a trick on like you specifically or like what was no, going well, you never, I mean, you just, I, I know Bitcoiners, right? Like you never know what, what the joke may be. So I figured you guys, I, well, then you guys are saying, um, that there wasn't a, that there, that the, there was this Billy bread account. And I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, he's, no one knows who he is. Like you guys thought it was one of you guys, and then you guys realized that it wasn't one of you guys. So it's just there's just another Anon out there who's who's loving life. He's probably got five thousand Bitcoin, and he and he can troll all day long and have a good time. Yeah, it was funny. He's just a rando like Anon that jumped on a stack chain, and he's just completely and totally like blown up. So if you go, if you find his account, it's like, I'll DM it to you. It's like Jalisby or something like that. I think, I think I followed him. Yeah. There's there's just nothing but pictures of him with like random people at Pacific Bitcoin. It's pretty, pretty fucking amazing, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. What's up, Peter? What's going on, man? All right. Well, besides the fact that I want to tell George to go fuck himself. Um, I just wanted to tell Nathan that one of the things that I just did, so I just I just uh, beat Bob and a couple other guys at uh, poker, and so they are sending me sats, and what I was able to do with Sparrow was to identify what the transaction ID was, copy that, and then take it to the mempool to, to make sure that these jackasses were actually, so I could confirm the transaction, right? And then I wanted to ask a question because uh, I'm just a stupid pleb like uh, many of the others in this room. How do I find um, on Sparrow, how do I find where, what, what, um, uh, uh, what's, what node I am using to, to um, verify? You know I, I, I don't even know how to ask the right question, but I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Do you, yeah. you want to know where in there the setting is to like point to your node or to see what node is being yes. checked? Yeah. Stop. Okay. Um, I don't know if top of my head. I haven't used Sparrow in a while. Um, but I can definitely check. Uh, you I got it. I got know. it. You, oh, go go pre- you go to preferences, Peter. You see preferences? Are you on a Mac or Windows? I'm pretty sure he's on Mac, if I remember correctly. All right. Hit Sparrow. Go to preferences. Pull that up. Then go to server. You hit server, and you can see if you're on a public server, Bitcoin Core, or private Electrum. Presumably, if you're running your own node, you'd be going through private Electrum, and that's where you put all your information there. But you can also just use the public server. Hey, can can somebody tell Nathan what Stack Chain is? He asked like a half an hour ago. Yeah, I can give a quick rundown if somebody else. Uh, Buddha, you want to? I've been talking a lot. Go ahead. 
No, I, I mean, I, go ahead, boss. Do it up, man. You're 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 in the mood today. Yeah, I've I've got that still like thriving off of specific business. It well, I mean, so all <laughs> all it is, all Stackchain is, is you know, we are we're Bitcoiners and we buy Bitcoin every day, regardless of the price, right? We we just like the whole goal is to get more sats, have more sats today than you had yesterday. Um, so some of us, Buddha will like to tell you, some of us aren't coders. Um, we're not be, we're not able to go out and test and help uh, contribute to the code that secures Bitcoin. Um, but we can show people, there's a lot of people out here that talk to talk, but they don't walk the walk. You know, they're talking about buying Bitcoin every day and that they're hodling and all this shit. And I'm sure behind the scenes, they're trading, they're doing all this. So for some of us, the way we feel like we can add to the community, there's kind of this meme going on um, with this bear market that's like bear markets for building. I'm sure Sean can talk on that because like the meme factory guys and all those were, were doing that. Um, but for a lot of us that can't really build, um, and Buddha likes to say, we show our conviction that I'm going to show you that, yeah, I'm talking about Bitcoin all the time. I'm talking about buying it, but I'm not just talking about it. I'm actually doing it. Um, and so Stack Chain just started as, you know, there's all these people on Twitter posting like, hey, I bought, here's my $10 buy from the day. You know, oh, price drops, I bought 100 bucks. Happens all the time. There's one guy named Vikingo who used to do this thing called Little Stacks where he posts $5 and people would post another $5 buy. Um, but like a couple months ago, back in July, this guy, Arizona Hoddle, did, you know, even when I feel broke, I can st I stack Bitcoin. And it was just a $5 buy. And then someone saw that and someone did a $6 buy and then commented on his Twitter post. And then someone bought seven and commented on the $6 post and then eight and nine. And I'm, I'm sure you can kind of see where this is going. There was consecutive purchases of Bitcoin that was $1 more than the last guy. Um, so in the early days, it was really fast paced and moving because when it's, you know, when it's a $10 buy, there's a shit ton of people that can do that that have that at their disposal on a whim. Hey, I got 10 bucks, I can buy Bitcoin, $11, $12. So, it, you know, so basically all Stack Chain is, is a, a, a huge Twitter thread of, of buying Bitcoin. Dogs, dog stack, dog stack, dog stack. <laughs> um, uh, so right now, like four months later, the current, what we call stack height, which, you know, it's like a block height, is around 2,000, like 343. So that means there's been 2,343 buys of Bitcoin that were $1 more than the previous one. And they're all linked in a Twitter thread. So just like Bitcoin, like you can't go back and like try and um, like take a buy out and put a new buy in because they're all linked. You would have to go back and do all of that work. You'd have, you know, say you're at 100 and you want to buy 50 through you have to go back to 50 and buy 50 51 52 53 54 you have to do that work to recreate that chain um so it, it kind of it mimics bitcoin in certain ways and we like to use bitcoin um terminology because 99.9 percent .9 of us here that are doing it are bitcoiners so it's easier to relate and understand what's going on um but all it is is just people buying bitcoin you know i like to say you know we all buy bitcoin by ourselves it's like a single player game stack chain is like multiplayer buying bitcoin you're with other people they're cheering you on um there's a lot of good memes and shit posting and it's just we're having like the best time of our lives right now in the middle of like a crazy bear market where everyone else is kind of depressed about price and <laughs> how do you, how do you find how do you find stack chain false 
Okay, so if you go to Twitter and you search on Twitter hashtag StackChainTip right now and hit the latest tab, that'll take you 99% of the time to the most recent block, as we call it, or the most recent purchase um, of Bitcoin. Um, what you do is you do that, you'll click on it, you'll see you know a block number, you might see some memes, but you'll also see a screenshot of a buy. Um, you can see that and you'll know what it is and you'll know if you want to get a block, you have to add $1. So say it's 100, the next one's 101, you buy $101, you post it as a comment on the 100. Um, right now, we're up to like 2,000 and we all we know that not everybody can afford that, right? I can't. I can't buy two grand worth of Bitcoin right now. So what we do is this thing called like stack joins where you buy $5, you buy it, you can buy, we've had people buy like a cent worth of Bitcoin and we've included them and you use hashtag stack join. And there's a couple guys in, uh, in here that will look through Twitter. We search for the hashtag, we grab that. And then when the chain kind of slows down a little bit, or there's not as much activity buying blocks, we'll take all those, those stack joins that people post. We put them in our mempool. Their stacks waiting to be put into a block, kind of like transactions on the Bitcoin network, waiting for a block to be waiting for a block that they could be included in to be confirmed. So we'll take those transactions, we'll add them up, lock them out, man, and then not, we'll post them. anything anymore, man. Come on. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate no, I'm, that, I'm Sean. I'm trying to follow. Uh, I am. Nathan, on Nathan, got, Nathan got lost like ten minutes ago. Will someone else give it a go then? False. I think you covered the shit out of it, dude. It's all good, man. I just I know I ramble a lot sometimes, so I get it. What's up, Buddha? Well, I was just gonna say, I was gonna say, false was getting a little too technical. And the the best part about Stack Chain is, imagine every time you purchase a little bit of Bitcoin, you got a bunch of people cheering you on the entire time. You drop you drop a little five dollars, ten dollars, and you have this whole community of people literally cheering for you, memeing at you, laughing with you, carrying on. You know, the other day the the world's falling apart in the crypto space, and everybody in Stack Chain is dropping blocks like crazy, memeing at each other, going berserk because we we are living in a different time zone and, and on a different planet than everybody else because we are all Bitcoiners, self custody all with the same mission, all with the same conviction, and we don't get involved in any of that stuff. So there's no drama. It's a whole other atmosphere than what you're used to seeing in regular Twitter. And if you just drop in with five bucks to a stack join, you'll see what I'm talking about. Hey, Nathan, this is really simple. Just follow a couple of the people up here, any one of them, all of them, whatever, and just DM them when you're ready to do a stack join, and they will be more than happy to uh, walk you through the process. It's actually pretty simple. It just seems confusing because artists like myself and False and, and, and Buddha and everybody else up here loves to just like go on and on and on about it. But it's really pretty simple. Hey, do guys. You, Nathan, Nathan do, you, do you buy Bitcoin? I guess that's the first question. Do you buy Bitcoin? Yeah, buy yeah, Bitcoin can, and take can, a picture, take me? a screenshot of your buy, and then you post it to the tip. That's you pretty much that. all you, you do. Buy, yeah, before before any stack chaining, which is literally just posting the buy that you did a Bitcoin. Just make sure that you're buying Bitcoin. You know, I think that's and that's the ethos of at least it seems like the ethos of stack chain. Wow, and, it, and it's a little more, it's a little more complicated and having fun. Yeah, and it's a little more complicated if you're buying with uh, Australian dollars because you got to do a, a conversion to USD, but it's really not that big of a deal. And certainly with uh, people who are doing it for the first time, we're, we're pretty gentle.
Yeah, I just can you hit us up, me? man. Can you guys hear me or not? I can hear you right now. You got me. Okay, all right. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, um, yeah, I was trying to speak for the last couple of minutes, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't going through. Uh, so, anyway, uh, thanks so much for that. I think I I think I understand it. Uh, yeah, and I followed everyone. So, if I have any questions, I'll be certainly, uh, yeah, there to reach out. Um, yeah, I really appreciate this space and, uh, I've got to get, get off to work now, but, uh, yeah, thanks to, thanks to everyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, one of the stack chain regulars, but I would just say don't buy Bitcoin because of stack chain. But if the stack chain helps you buy Bitcoin, then use the stack chain to help you continue to buy Bitcoin. But the reason you buy is not to is not for stack chain. No, no, I've been I've I've been stacking for quite some time now. Yeah, a couple of years. So. Okay. No, no, no. I've uh, yeah, I love the the community, Bitcoin community. I'd love to get to a conference, but uh, yeah, just focused on stacking as many sets as possible. And, uh, and yeah. sorry, if, and on, and I love and I love the stack chain, right? <laughs> yeah. So sorry, sorry if and I, and Nathan, Nathan, you, you you can really as an Australian, you can really uh, um, you can really identify with uh, go fuck yourself, right? Absolutely, yes. So there we go. That's what Stack Chain is all about. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I love it. <laughs> well, hey guys, we have been here for two and a half hours. It's time for last word. So we'll start off with uh, Tomahawk. Tomahawk, you got any last words on uh, Stack Chain? Yeah, I'm uh, glad you guys had a blast at Pacific Bitcoin. It's pretty awesome, and I uh, enjoyed the self-custody talk. If anybody has any questions, hit me up in the DMs if anyone needs help with anything or shit like that. And uh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Indian. Loco, any last words on uh, Stack Chain? Oh, no, not much. I, I also, I, I've been all around my city recently that doing stuff since I'm back from Pacific Bitcoin now, but um, I don't do also want to add on the note that if you start with a cold card, it's a lot easier to just learn, like learn as you will uh, with the advanced features. If you would like to, uh, that's how I started. I got a cold card and I'm still on the pretty basic sh shit that it comes with. And then I just learned the uh, things that it comes with. Um, and the advanced features, and obviously you don't want to f fuck with it too much because then you could uh, run the risk of losing your coins. But uh, just as we know, we just got a self custody. Uh, you can see it with what's going on, and I'm glad to meet every single one of you that came out to Pacific Bitcoin. It was a great time. It was great. If you just store your seed well, store your seed well, and you will not lose your Bitcoin. So don't freak out about the cold card. I was told to store my seed this month. <laughs> you store that seed, Loco. What the fuck, man? He's talking about no November, Anthony. Come on, keep up. Yes, I got it. Bob, you got any last words on Stack Chain? Sure, everybody go fuck yourselves. Uh, I really, really love you. Real talk. So grateful to have this community and, and this, this thing in which we're, you know, I just painlessly moving through this period of time uh you know of war it's fucking war uh revolutions aren't easy there's never been an easy revolution um but it's so much uh better to do it with you guys than do it doing it alone so i appreciate y'all 
We appreciate you, Bob. False. Any last words on Stack Chain? Um, no, I'm just going to hit you with the usual. You know, touch some grass every once in a while. Uh, take care of your mental health. There's a lot of shit going on in this world. Um, there's always people here to talk to. Same thing like Loco said um, and NDN. Like, people have questions about self-custody nodes, any of that stuff. Just reach out. Um, we can point you to resources or we can, you know, we can go through it with you. I mean, everyone here has a job. You know, this everything we do with this is, you know, on our free time. Um, so if you give us a little bit of time to respond, I'm, I'm sure we can get you uh, set up and at a point where you're you're comfortable with interacting with it um, on your own. That's not exactly true, false. Um, Sean does not have a job. He just plays basketball. Well, I mean, if he's getting paid, if you love it, it's still a job. Dude, I'm about to I'm about to be getting like three or four more jobs. <laughs> this find me, at the, more find me at, the, at the Amazon warehouse at 2 a.m. <laughs> Bitcoin's price is so cheap. Hold I'm on, you mean joking. Sean? They need been, they need someone that can reach the top shelf, right? I've been, I've been looking at seasonal jobs because I'm not back out playing yet. I'm like, I need to get some more money to hey, stack more Bitcoin. Hey, hey, we'll make a good team, dude. You can reach the top shelf, and I won't make you bend over to reach the bottom shelf. Deal, deal. I'll bend you over all the time then. <laughs> Buddha. Uh, no, that, that's where it's on Stack Chain. Uh, um, yeah, I love you guys. I'm glad you're back. Nice to talk to you again. Um, it was very surreal seeing you on the stage and um, watching your expressions and everything of, of the pride you have. It's 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 an amazing thing. I'm just so happy for this community, so grateful. Um, and I will see you guys in the chain. See you in the chain, Buddha. Peter, any last words on Stack Chain? Yeah, I just want to thank all the people that are behind the scenes, yourself, Derek, um, all the memers, uh, the people down in the mempool and the trenches the, and the, the, the community that really makes Stack Chain work. Um, I loved the game of I love the gamification of it. I loved explaining the gamification of it to people. And when they got it, it was just the most wonderful thing. And also, um, uh, shout out to Swan for uh, adding uh, stack joins to uh, uh, to their uh, to their purchasing process. It automates it, and it's really amazing. And um, I, 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 let's see, I spent 200, here, here's a good example of spending more fucking cuck bucks because of stack, because of, of a stack chain. I spent 200 bucks showing 10 people how the stack join, um, functionality works on Swan that I would not have done had it not been for stack chain. The, the people at Swan are the best for sure. Tao, any last words on stack chain? Did we put Tao to sleep? Yep. Uh, Sean, Sean, any last words on Stack Chain? Hey, thanks, guys. I, you guys know that I'm not a, I'm not really a Stack Chainer, but I, I really like you guys a lot uh, because it reminds me a ton of like when I was getting into the memes. What you guys are doing with stacking, with Stack Chain, so it just brings back a lot of good memories for me, even though they're different memories, but they're, but they're good memories of stacking Bitcoin and uh, stacking when, when most people are, are afraid of stacking. Um, and, and it, it, just one more thing with everything that's going on right now, a thought that came to me was just like that Bitcoin is not here to make me rich. It's not here to make any of us rich. That's not the problem that it's solving, but it's solving the corruption of central banking 
and centralized entities that can control you because they can control the money. So uh, I really like what you guys do and I like the energy and the good vibes that you guys bring and just keep keep going forward and keep pushing harder and see if, if you guys can keep creating more good things because we're going to need it because it, like the fights that we're going to have to fight are going to be pretty big. And I think you guys are going to play a really big part in that. So let's keep moving it forward. Absolutely, Sean, man. And you know what? You say you're not a stack chainer, but you're a part of stack chain, dude. Because really what stack chain is, is a community that harnesses like the hopeful nature of Bitcoin in a shitty and depressing world. And, you know, we have fun stacking sats. We love Bitcoin. We build, we create in the way that we can. That's what we're here for, and we stack sets. So yeah, when Sean when Sean comes and stacks a block, he'll be a stack chainer. Until then, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Derek, you got any last words on stack chain? Absolutely. So after the success of Pacific Bitcoin and all of you assholes kicking ass and making a name for yourselves. I am looking forward to even more so than I was to the upcoming Bitcoin Miami conference and the, the new Canadian conference and Stackapalooza, the working name for our uh, stack chain retreat that I just came up with off the top of my head right now. Bob, you can feel free to, to veto Stackapalooza if you want to, but, but, but we, need to, we need to get that going here in the next uh, couple months. We need to start talking about it ASAP. And we, should, we should also want. let want that to happen, man. Let's, we, let's make it happen. We I'm should also serious. let Sean talk about the having party that's coming up because that's another one. Well, that yeah, I mean that's a year from now. Well, but uh, I'm talking like in the next two to three months for Stackapalooza, Bitcoin Miami is yeah, going to be. It's, in, it's a year from now, but that's going May. down. To, that's going down to El Salvador, Derek. It's going to require I, I some planning. I, I, dude, I, I have my passport ready. Uh, I will be ready to go. I was I was following Sean's posts about it. I'm excited, man. But yeah, uh, TLDR, fuck yeah, let's go. Can't wait to hang out with all you stack fuckers. Stay safe, uh, Sean. Yeah, this has been an amazing spaces. Thank you for listening to Stack Chain Spaces. I'm going to leave you guys with a Stack Chainer blessing. May you have more Bitcoin tomorrow than you have today. Stack Chainers, I love you guys. Have fun stacking sats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did we lose John? Oh, shit. We were supposed to do thumbs down. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thumbs up. We'll play it. Oh, it's a post processing. <laughs>